The following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Talk with a Purpose. Every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Good to have you with us, as always, for our Saturday morning get-together. And no, we don't have anything to talk about, do we? No. <laughs> Nothing at all. Local news, national news, international news, you name it, we'll talk about it. 609-407-1450 is our number here in the studio. 609-407-1450. Uh, Dennis Levinson, coming on, Atlantic County Executive, coming up at 10 o'clock this morning. And we'll have a, a lot to talk about with Denny. And in between, we'll have your comments and thoughts on a lot of things. So stick around. It, it will be, it always is, a lively show. I mean, last week, <laughs> we did, oh, uh, well, somebody was a bad boy last week. Will they be a bad boy this Who knows? You never know on this show. 609-407-1450 is our number here. Uh, I just wanted to say thank you to Phyllis from Ocean City, who wrote me, this letter, well, actually, she wrote it to the school board, and it was in response to this whole thing about the curriculum and the the, um, the whole situation where they're teaching kids about gender and sexual things, and it just it's inappropriate. And I do agree with her letter and her stance, uh, and I'll just read a couple of things. She says that it is to express her strong objection to the present New Jersey curriculum that presents sexually explicit gender-interfering indoctrination to young children. That's true. That's, that's exactly what they're doing. I stand with the parents and the family groups who are opposing the introduction of such subjects to children in the, lower, in the lowest grades. There certainly seems to be a concerted and focused movement to influence, guide, and encourage boys and girls to question present gender and to persuade these children that a change is both desirable and possible. And, and it, it goes on, uh, many other points that, that she deals with. But thank you, Phyllis. Thank you for sharing the letter with me. And uh, she sent it to Seth as well. So uh, th- this situation with Ocean City is, is very disturbing. And certainly we'll hear more about it in the future. So we just wanted to thank her for that and, and for for sending us that letter. We we do agree with Phyllis and, and Seth. And it, it's it's just got to stop. That's, that's plain and simple. It has got to stop. If I said to my grandson, are you a boy or a girl? He would, he would laugh at me. I mean, can you imagine... 10 years old and, and saying, are you a boy or a girl? I mean, it's, 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 it's just, it's ridiculous. But, uh, what I really wanted to talk about this morning, uh, Hunter Biden is back in the news. And this time, I think, I think, although we can't guarantee it, that he might finally get charged with something. Now, there's a variety of charges, but yesterday a report came out in which Hunter Biden might be charged 
on taxes and an illegal gun purchase. And of all the states that the U.S. attorney is filing this suit, guess where it is? It's in Delaware. <laughs> so, uh, and, and by the way, the attorney general of Delaware is a Trump appointee. So this is really interesting, isn't it? Uh, federal agents investigating the president's son have gathered sufficient evidence to charge him with tax crimes and a false statement related to a gun purchase. Now, you think about of all the things Hunter has done. It reminds me of the old Al Capone thing. Let's get him on taxes. They they don't have enough evidence to get him on other things, so they're going to get him on this. But I, I really don't know where it's going, but this whole thing began in 2018 where they started investigating Hunter. So it makes you think, well, this is this will go nowhere, but we'll see. So they're focusing on the taxes and a gun purchase paperwork. Supposedly, Hunter lied. Oh, Hunter lie? Oh, come on. He lied on that. And apparently, uh, because that appears to be an easier path, like I said before, to ultimately convicting him. Now, I doubt this will ever happen. But U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland said that there will be no political or otherwise improper influence in this case. A spokesman for the Delaware Attorney General declined to comment. Now, again, David Weiss is the Attorney General. He's a Trump appointee. So you see there's all kinds of twists and turns to this. But I don't know if this were Trump's kids. We've said this a million times. If this were Trump's kids, this would be all over, all over the news. And there would have been something that would happen. But it's Hunter Biden, so nothing gets done. But we'll see. It, it does appear that there is hope for this case. Hope. That's, that's all I'll say. But in March, the Washington Post reported that two computer science experts had reviewed thousands of emails, and they found that they were authentic communications from Hunter Biden's laptop. So this whole thing about the laptop, and about, it's, it's apparently, it's authenticated. He, he did send them, and there were emails back and forth. There have been many accusations from Trump and others about Hunter Biden's foreign business dealings, uh, again, speculation, nothing comes out of it. But the primary focus of the tax investigation has been whether Hunter Biden did not declare income related to his business ventures. And the gun paperwork stems from an investigation from 2018, a time period in which Hunter Biden admitted to smoking crack cocaine. Gee whiz. <laughs> nice guy, isn't he? Will this come to fruition? Will Hunter Biden get indicted? <sighs> After four years and many other accusations, I tend to doubt it, but you never know. Will he or won't he 
be convicted of anything. And again, it's the old Al Capone theory, get him on taxes because we can't get him on something else. But it just goes to show you that there is a definite bias when it comes to the Bidens and Hunter Biden. And it just, it, they, they, they never say anything at all about this stuff. Have you, I mean, the this report was on page three. Now, if that was Trump, front page headlines. So the double standard continues, but maybe, just maybe, they'll investigate him and maybe something will come out of it. I hope so. Because this Hunter Biden has, has done so much and has been so crooked that I still can't believe that he hasn't been indicted on something. But we just wait and see. Hunter Biden, <laughs> the poster child. Maybe maybe we should get Recovery Centers of America to, to <laughs> have him as their poster child. Uh, Seth Grossman is here, Liberty and Prosperity uh, and as, as always, we welcome him into the show. Uh, Seth, good morning and welcome to the show. Good morning. And of course, for those listening Sunday afternoon, uh, we're talking about yesterday morning. So uh, libertyandprosperity.com. We meet uh, Saturday, 930 at uh, Sal's Pizza, the banquet room, uh, 930 to 1030. So uh, if you're not doing anything and it's Saturday, come on over if it's Sunday, we'll make plans to be there next Saturday because we, we do this every Saturday. And one of the big issues, of course, is what's going on in our schools, how our schools are becoming basically indoctrination camps to teach our kids to hate their country, to hate Christians, to hate traditional American values, to hate their parents, to hate their grandparents, uh, and just sort of be zombies uh, who just uh, do or program to do whatever the politically correct thing to do is. And, and it's horrible because when I was teaching at the college, at Atlantic Cape Community College, uh, I saw I was trying to engage students in learning and thinking and critical thinking and asking questions. But I'd say most of them were already almost like zombies because the 12 years of elementary education had had programmed them not to think, but to obey and to follow. And uh, I admire what's going on in Ocean City, where the parents are finally pushing back. Uh, you have uh, Kathy Panico, uh, Liz Nicoletti, uh, Robin Schaefer. They're doing something that's never really been done before. You always have people who say, well, I don't like what, what they're doing to my kids. I'm going to run for the school board. And people will run by themselves and they usually lose because they're up against candidates sponsored by the uh, administration, by the teachers union. Uh, and even if one of them happens to get elected, you'll have one dedicated member who, who's outnumbered uh, eight to one or six to one on, on a school board. Uh, but here you have three running as a team. So there's a lot, I'm very hopeful that they, they will be a model as to what could be done. Another option that's out there, uh, I did go to uh, Harry Hurley's uh, charity dinner last night, which was a, just a fantastic dinner, not just for Harry and the, and the speakers, 
But I, I met some wonderful people there, including a fellow called Peter Caparelli, who actually set up uh, a charter school called the Principal Academy Charter School, uh, where he offers anyone in Atlantic County uh, has the option of going there uh, and, and getting a traditional uh, education like you, know, you and I enjoyed in, in the 50s and 60s, uh, learning the basics of, of uh, uh, reading skills, writing skills, uh, critical thinking skills, uh, learning about real American history. So there are options out there. Now, that, that's the good side. The, the bad side, of course, is the more that parents are getting active in their local schools and exploring charter schools, the more Governor Murphy is clamping down at the state level to try to punish charter schools and local schools that uh, don't promote this woke agenda. And uh, it got very little publicity, but I don't know if you, you heard, there's a state board of education with 13 members. And uh, two weeks ago, Governor Murphy nominated uh, someone called Claudine Keenan, who's the uh, dean of education at uh, Stockton, to replace someone called Andrew Mulvihill, who was a broad advocate for parents and for traditional values who opposed the woke agenda. Uh, so Claudine Keenan appointed by the governor, but she has to come up for advice and consent by the Senate. And we have Chris Connor and Vince Palestina have senatorial courtesy over her. So I'm urging uh, Palestina and Connor, you know, they're Republicans, uh, that they should examine what's been going on at Stockton and whether Claudine Keenan intends to make every single public school in New Jersey as woke and oppressive as Stockton University. So that's uh, an issue that we are promoting right now. Did you get the letter from Phyllis from uh, Ocean City? Yes, I did. Yes. Yes, I did. And uh, I appreciate that letter. She's right. And that's why it's so important uh, to get involved at the school board level. Uh, And that's why I really admire. In other words, what's going on in Ocean City is going on in each of the 616 or 636 school districts in New Jersey. Yes. But you don't hear anything in the other 635 because uh, the parents and the, um, you know, the, the, the community is just rolling along and yeah. going along. It's all, I mean, Ocean City is only news because the parents are fighting back. And uh, so Ocean City is important, which brings up to another thing. <laughs> so for the last three or four months, I've been telling people that elections have consequences. Elections matter. And you could write letters. You could uh, go to school board meetings. Uh, you could, uh, you know, do all sorts of go to city council meetings. But you're really not going to change anything unless people who share your values run for office and get elected to office. And if no one who shares your values is running, you have to be a candidate. So after saying that for three or four months, uh, I was invited, okay, Grossman, tell us how to win an election. (laughs) So I was told to uh, conduct a seminar, and I will be doing a, a series of seminars on whether you should be a candidate, how to be a candidate, if you don't have the time or, uh, or, or disposition to be a candidate, how do you support somebody else? And the first seminar is going to be uh, this coming Friday, the 14th, at 5 o'clock at, at uh, the uh, uh, Atlanta County Library in Galloway Township on uh, 306 Jimmy Leeds Road. So if anyone wants details, go to our libertyandprosperity.com website 
and uh, look under the uh, featured events, but there'll be publicity coming out on that. Um, You're a star maker. And, uh, <laughs> well, that's what everyone says. Well, I keep saying, we well, got to run and win election. Well, how do I do that? Uh, well, well, you're uh, going to tell us. Huh? Now, now, now I, I gave myself a job. Uh, the, the other thing, you know, the, we had the Jewish holidays. So here I spent, uh, in the last two weeks, I spent three uh, all days in synagogue, you know, thinking, contemplating, doing these things. And one issue that comes up a lot, we, we hear about the, the lies in the media, the lies, uh, uh, you know, when you look on your computer, you go to Bing News, Google News, uh, Microsoft News, uh, you, you, uh, the, the uh, mainstream news, the newspapers, all telling you all these lies. So how do you find out the truth? People say, well, where do I go to find the truth? And the answer is there's no simple way uh, to just say, well, you listen to this source, that's going to be the truth. You have to use critical thinking skills. And and, and something happened to me uh, a couple of days ago. I was just so burnt out with politics. I just decided to listen to NPR and classical music, trying to escape from politics. <laughs> and uh, they were playing a piece by... Felix Mendelssohn, a composer in the 1820s, called Calm Sea and Prosperous Voyage. So I was just prepared to listen to calm music to just take my mind off of, uh, uh, you know, of just, just all the aggravation that I have. And it turns out that this piece, Calm Sea and Prosperous Voyage, it begins with, with all its, its uh, tense it's angry, it's worrisome, and it's really a, a disturbing kind of piece of music at the beginning. And then it gets calm and relaxing at the end. And the name of the piece uh, by Felix Mendelssohn is called Calm Sea and Prosperous Voyage. Now, now, what does that have to do with the politics of today? Well, it turns out it was based on a poem about the, a sailing voyage back in the 1820s. And it, it turns out when you say think of calm sea, you and I would think of just relaxing and, you know, very tranquil, uh, relaxing type of thing. But it, when, if you were a sailor in a sailing ship and you had a calm sea, it meant the wind was not blowing. It meant that your ship was stuck in the middle of the ocean and you had no idea if you would ever live to see land again. You would be running out of food. Uh, you know, you're, if, if you borrowed money to pay for your voyage, uh, you, you'd be unable to pay your debt. So, so, so that was the anxiety of the sailors at, at a time when every ship that sailed depended on the wind. And, and I'm thinking about the Ocean City with all those wind turbines that they're building. And, and we don't realize that before we had uh, – we, we used coal, oil, nuclear fuel. Before we had that, we depended on the wind and the sun. And if the wind stopped blowing, your ship did not move. There was anxiety. There was starvation. There was hardship. And at the end of the musical piece, the wind picks up and the, and the ship safely returns, you know, to shore. Uh, but we forget that, you know, that we, we don't get these – what we take for granted, uh, we only have because we have reliable energy sources. So it just shows how you get truth uh, when you try to escape the news – you listen to a comp you know classical music and and there it is for you. Um, what else is going on today? You have a, well, obviously a lot more well, to talk about. Well, well, really quick, the Atlantic City supermarket that's not being built, uh, <laughs> and of course, uh, there's not a uh, you know Shoprite said they were going to build a supermarket in Atlantic City a year ago, and they had a groundbreaking, and nothing's happened in a year. 
uh, and, and of course, the reason that nothing is happening is ShopRite realized that the reason you don't have a, a supermarket in Atlantic City is because uh, you have high crime, people steal stuff, uh, you need high security, and you need so much extra expenses that you can't, you know, there's such a low profit margin for supermarkets that it's not feasible unless they get, you know, uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars of government subsidies every year to do it. And I thought it was interesting that there was a quote from a nearby resident uh, in today's, the front page of today's Press of Atlantic City. It says, oh, we don't care about the water park. We care about getting decent groceries by Nora Showell. Uh, a resident, and I wish I could invite Nora, in fact, if she's listening, <laughs> to come to a Liberty and Prosperity meeting, because when you say, uh, I want decent groceries, you don't have a right to get cheap, decent groceries. It's a privilege. It's a privilege that you get from 5,000 years of Judeo-Christian Western civilization, where you have freedom, discipline. In other words, you have responsibilities that make it possible to enjoy the luxury of, of you go into a supermarket uh, with, with low prices. Because if people feel they could uh, steal if nobody's looking, uh, they could shake down customers for money, um, you know, they could just dump their garbage in the store, they, they, could do, uh, they could steal the shopping carts. If people don't have a sense of civilized behavior and moral and ethical behavior, you can't have a supermarket. No. Uh, you have to pay high prices because so there's a guard looking over your shoulder and you have no windows and you don't have shopping carts. I, I mean, so you have to understand that if you want to enjoy the, the blessings of liberty and prosperity, uh, there are responsibilities that go with it. Do, uh, you, feel, uh, so I, do you feel that Village Stop, ShopRite looked at this thing and said, yeah, they're going to build us a building and they're going to give us all these tax breaks – but, man, we're going to pay for it with additional security and pilferage and all of that stuff. And so they've decided not to do it. Do you think that's what really happened? Yeah, uh, of course it happened. And so so when they say uh, Atlantic City is a, quote, food desert because it doesn't have a, a shopping uh, center, I mean, it's, it's because you can't enjoy certain things in an uncivilized uh, state. And I see this all the time. Like, I like to take the cruise ships. And I remember years ago, I would love to wander in these towns in the Caribbean, the islands. But now when they get dangerous, you know, your your, your ship stops there. You don't even want to get off the boat yeah. because you're afraid to go two yeah. blocks past uh, uh, where the port is. So, so we have th- that going on. And the other uh, point uh, about lies uh, with the climate change Every time you see a news story about the, the Hurricane Ian in Florida, uh, you see the, the slide. There's worse than rainfall and a bigger storm surge because of climate change. And so I invite everybody to go to our libertyandprosperity.com site. It was an, an older article that we did a couple of years ago. But if you would just go to our search bar and just type in the words Galveston, as in Galveston, Texas, just hit Galveston. And you'll see the article we did a couple of years ago to point out that every single thing that you saw with Hurricane Eon uh, was identical to the 1900 storm that killed 18,000 people in Galveston, Texas at the same time. So the climate's not changing. It's just that people are living closer to the shore. Uh, people are – we have instruments that measure what's going on, but the storms have not changed for thousands of years. And, and I guess the, the only final point I want to make is uh, we always talk about these issues that matter most to us, 
Uh, we talk about the uh, illegal immigrant invasion, which is not a problem at the border. It's an invasion designed to uh, change this country and destroy this country. But Republicans won't talk about it. Republicans don't want to talk about any of the difficult issues uh, because Republicans are not prepared to deal with these issues. So because Republicans are not prepared, they, you know, with controversial issues, they just avoid them. And when Republicans avoid them, uh, either the Democrats win or we, we get undisciplined candidates who just don't think before they talk. And, and, and they often cause more damage than good. So what's been going on in Europe with Georgia Maloney uh, in Italy and, and what you have uh, a guy called uh, – I, I forget his name uh, – Sebastian uh, uh, Santiago, Santiago Abasco in Spain. So on our libertyandprosperity.com site, we actually have the uh, English translations of their speeches. Now, this was impossible to get uh, a couple weeks ago because they were banned by YouTube, banned by Google. But because of all the pressure and because they've been winning elections, you could actually get the English translations of their speeches. And uh, I'm just going to give you one, you know, an example of this uh, Santiago Abascal. Uh, and let me tell you, here's a speech he gave in Spain two years ago. And let me know if this sounds familiar now. He says, let's talk about the left. I don't care if you're a so-called progressive or a communist. Things are going to get more difficult to, for you. You've had it easy up to now. You pull insulting labels out of a hat. You cause racist, homophobe, xenophobe, and cowardly conservatives start whimpering. And the fickle moderates change their minds at the first sign of criticism. This self-righteousness has imposed a dictatorship of political correctness dominated by the so-called progressives. What an oppressive era. How easy it has been to silence us. But then he says no more. And uh, I, I think if you uh, watch these speeches, you'll find them exciting, you'll find them interesting, and they're all posted on the libertyandprosperity.com website. Well, uh, that's good stuff. I like that. Yeah. I mean, you think and, – and by the way, in case when he's making a speech, you know how you say Black Lives Matter in Spanish? Oh. <laughs> you hear him talking in Spanish. But da 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 Black Lives Matter. <laughs> they use the <laughs> – they, they use all the English words for the you know, political correctness, Black yeah. Lives Matter. So uh, it, it's interesting to see that this is a worldwide thing, uh, not just uh, a New Jersey thing or an American thing. So anyway, it looks like uh, oh, we also have our business meeting at libertyandprosperity.com where we have to review you know, the bills we pay like uh, for talk with a purpose. Uh, so I want to make sure I get there in time okay. to uh, make sure the check gets written so I okay. can keep going in every week. So, all right. Uh, thank you very much. Have a great week. You too. You too, Seth. Seth Grossman, Liberty and Prosperity. LibertyandProsperity.com is the website. It is Talk With a Purpose, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We come back with Talk With a Purpose after these words. We are in a mental health crisis. Drug overdoses, suicides, and alcohol-related deaths are skyrocketing. If you're struggling with alcohol or drugs, call Recovery Centers of America right now at 1-888-RECOVERY, and our team will answer immediately. Talk to you about your struggles and figure out the best course of treatment to get you better because we want you in recovery for life while in treatment at one of our outstanding facilities located.
located near you. You will benefit from specialized programs, 24-hour medical care, master's level clinicians, and experienced supportive staff. If outpatient treatment is right for you, our full spectrum of care is available either in person or virtually. And because we know that addiction impacts families as well, we offer support groups, family therapy, and webinars. Every day, thousands of patients get treated at Recovery Centers of America and go on to live happy and meaningful lives. Don't wait. We answer the phone and admit patients 24-7, including on weekends and holidays. So call 1-888-RECOVERY today. That's 1-888-RECOVERY. And we're back here on Talk With a Purpose. 609-407-1450 is our number. 609-407-1450. Leading off for Talk With a Purpose, it is the one and only Matt from AC. Matt, good morning. Welcome to the program. Good morning, Coach. How are you, sir? Good. Uh, what happened to your Mets? Oh, my God. I'm sick. <laughs> I talked to Harry about this. I, I mean, hey, I just, I don't know, man. <laughs> now my Giants are playing in London with no quarterbacks against Green Bay. Oh, boy. Like right now. Yeah, I know. Like right now. Uh, no, it's tomorrow. At any rate. Yeah, it's, it's tomorrow. I mean, yeah. Sa- uh, no. Yes, Sunday. Uh, yeah, yeah. Not, nine o'clock. Nine o'clock in the morning. Now. Yeah. yeah. Well, get up early. <laughs> oh, Whatever. Anyway, I I want to I want to uh, stem off your opening about Hunter Biden. Yeah. Since you mentioned it, but I also want to comment about that Colorado deal with what happened yesterday. You heard about that, right? No, I didn't. What happened? <laughs> These two teenagers went into they they were on a, like a crime spree. Three teenagers, boys, and they went. They robbed a couple of houses. One had an automatic, a semi-automatic handgun. The other one had a machete. And they are roaming around the neighborhood. The cops were looking for them, and they went to this one guy's house. And this guy came out and shot. All three of them dead, or two of them dead. Good. Shot them dead. Good. Now the parents are coming out and saying that there was other ways to handle this. What? We Look should. at me, man. Yeah. That's your fault, mom. Yeah. That's your fault, mom. Yep. You didn't you didn't raise them right. That's right. That's you, right. You, you come at somebody's property and you're going to get shot. I'm yeah. telling you. Not yeah. uh, maybe not here in Jersey, but this is in Colorado. Well, that, you're going to get shot. They're dead. He shot them dead. He was a better shot. Good, you know good what I mean? for him. Sorry. Good for him. I'm sorry about that, Mom. You better shut up. Yeah. Stop saying that to the news. Yeah. All right? Uh, but anyway, this uh, Hunter Biden, one thing some of the really good pundits are kicking around, political pundits, is that the scenario may be that after November 8th, when we take the House back, and we will take the House back, we might take the Senate as well. Okay? Okay. There's going to be charges. There's going to be charges against Hunter Biden, no doubt about it. Okay. Because they're going to, they have the leadership, probably in both houses. I'm going to say we're going to take the Senate, though. We don't know that. Okay. But anyway, the scenario is Biden can't make it, and the Democrats know it. I mean, look at this guy. He's cognitive. You know, he, he can't think. You don't know where he's at. You know what state he's in. They know it. He's and, not going to make another two years. And he says he's going to run again in so, 24. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, that's in the <laughs> world that he's in. Yeah, yeah. 
but but the scenario would be that you know once Hunter starts getting charges against them, they're going to be able to bring additional charges against Biden, and he will resign. This is what they're kicking around this theory. Oh. Uh, and I heard it. I heard it yesterday. He will resign the presidency, but on his way out, he's going to pardon his son. Think about that for a minute. That, still, none of these Democrats have to pay for their uh, Ill, ill-gotten ways. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. What, what say you if he does that? I mean, come on, man. Think about that for a minute. Yeah. That, it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on his way out, he just pardons his son. Yep. Yep. That's exactly... That's exactly the scenario. Uh, you you said you, know, you said it. You hit it right on the head. I mean, but listen. Also, too, John. Wait till you see. It's coming up. We're getting close to November eighth now. Where do you see the executive orders he signed in the next couple of weeks? Yeah. In the next couple of weeks, yes. what do you see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's going to lose power when we take the house. Yeah, a lot of power. Yeah. Okay. I hope so. He's I hope so. Be, He's going to be firing off executive orders. His pen's going to run out of ink. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 this guy's got to go, man. Yeah. He, he, yeah. Yeah. Don't let the door hit you. You know where. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Matt. <laughs> oh, you can't make this stuff up. How does? How does? I mean, Hunter has been getting away with this for years, years. I mean, this goes back to when Biden was vice president with Obama. It's just it's unbelievable how he's gotten away with this stuff. And yet he still continues. Talk with the purposes of the show. Saturdays, nine till noon. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We have John. We have Bob and we have Andy in that order. And maybe you. You never know. Talk with a purpose after these words. If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT, or you can check out their outstanding selection of new pre-owned and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusOfAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusOfAtlanticCity.com. Or if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 Acura, the forecast for South Jersey. A bit of sunshine for today and breezy high 62. Bundle up for tonight, it will be cold with a moonlit sky low 38. Lots of sunshine will bring an end to the weekend tomorrow, high 64. Kicking off your week on Monday, lots of sunshine, nice afternoon for outdoor activities, high 68. I'm AccuWeather, Stroll Golden, on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, Denny Levinson coming in at 10 o'clock this morning. We look forward to talking to Denny. Hasn't been on for a while, but uh, we'll have him on 10 o'clock. Denny Levinson, Atlantic County Executive, right here on Talk With a Purpose. 
It is Talk with a Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. John is in Ocean City. John, good morning. Welcome. Yes. Yes, good morning. Uh, Mr. Grossman has mentioned uh, Christianity being under attack because we're a bunch of silly, savage cavemen who are out of uh, touch with reality. We don't know real science. But it was James Max Clerk, James Clerk Maxwell, second only to Sir Isaac Newton, above Cavendish Laboratory, he, he put a placard saying, the works, his work is honorable and glorious, and his righteousness adoreth forever. The works of the Lord sought out of all them that have pleasure therein. So that's a caveman named James Clark Maxwell put that up above his uh, Cavendish Laboratory, for which we have uh, knowledge of uh, DNA. Also, they say um, of, of, of God incarnate, that being Jesus Christ, according to John 8, 58, I am that I am. <clears throat> if he knew better, he would have known better than to say that the... Uh, the uh, uh, mustard seed is the least of all seeds. Well, we all know the orchid seed is the least of all seeds. Well, if a flower ovary bearing seeds, that being a fruit, is a tomato by definition, then a uh, orchid seed is a spore. Spores are haploid. They're unicellular. They don't have a, a baby plant within their nucleus. However, the seed is multicellular. So that's by category. Uh, orchid seed is actually a spore. So I'll stick with the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, James Clark Maxwell, another white man. That's it. Bring up another white man. Okay, we'll bring up the Ganawita, the father of the Iroquois Constitution, which was a significant inspiration to James Madison, who wrote about 90% of our Constitution. Also, we can bring up African-American scientist and inventor, uh, George Washington Carver, who came up with 300 innovations on how to replenish soil for the maximum production of fruits and vegetables. Or we can bring up Slavic scientist and inventor, Nikola Tesla, and it was actually... Um, Stanley Meyer, who had built an engine according to Nikola Tesla's design and drove a car with said engine in it from New York City to California back 6,000 miles on water, not cream soda, on water. Or we can use, uh, as an example, two other white men, two atomic scientists, Bernard uh, J. Eastland and Bernard and, and William C. Gale, who invented the fusion torch with a revolutionized green energy. So there's plenty of research there, plenty of research. But uh, these are all men on the American side of the North American continent. So North America has a rich history that we can all draw from. But we, unfortunately, we live in a day of uh, deplatforming, uh, photoshopping, and shadow banning. So we're not, the, wild, the, the wild west of the, of the Internet is gone. So it's harder and harder to get knowledge. But I think we better get knowledge like, real quick. Thanks. All right, John, thanks. One thing about John, you really have to pay attention to his calls. <laughs> Filled with history and all kinds of stuff. John, thanks for the call. We, we, we learn a lot with your calls. Bob and Kate May, good morning. Welcome to the show. Hey, good morning, John. Good Look, morning. The, uh, the real issue here with Hunter Biden is really not Hunter Biden. It's the big guy. It's the Don, yep. the head of the Biden yep. crime family. Yep. And, you know, and, you know the, the Biden crime family, their business model was based on one thing, which is highly, highly illegal. And that's influence peddling. And the la the FBI knew the laptop was real. It was corroborated by by the the potential business partner Tony Bobolinsky. Uh, the FBI had everything they needed. The smoking gun evidence was there. And what did the FBI do? Along with the CIA, they worked together with the the other arms of the radical Democrat Party, the big media in terms of Facebook and Twitter, and 
I'm sorry, big tech and big media, which we know has been corrupted for years. And they buried the lead. They buried the story. And one of the few honest Democrats that are left, and I I don't think she's going to stay in that party very much longer, the great Tulsi Gabbard, she said a few nights ago, I think it was on the Jesse Waters show, she said, our democracy was stolen from us in 2020 by the big media, by FBI, by big tech when they buried that story, totally buried it. The American people deserve to know the truth. And, you know, we can have our, our, you know, I shouldn't say arguments, but look, the voting machines, who knows, probably not real. There were parts of the election that were rigged with the drop boxes and there was cheating going on. But there is no doubt that the this election was rigged by the 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 lack of transparency, this story being buried. If if we would have had honest actors in the FBI, some in, in the news media and big tech, that story would not have been buried. That would have been there for everybody to see. And the 44,000 votes that separated Trump and Biden in, in, in Georgia, in Wisconsin and Arizona, that would have flipped those three states. And, and Trump would have been our president. Yeah. I mean, that is without doubt. OK, so, you know, that's that's the the yeah, the, our election was 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 stolen from us. The American people had a right to know. They had a right to know the truth. Biden is as corrupt as could be. Oh, and we're seeing ramifications of that. There is no other explanation for this green energy policy other than he's in the pockets of the Chinese communist. He sold this country out to the Chinese communist. You know, we, we stopped drilling for oil. You know, we, we have stopped. We're, we're going to be totally dependent on, on communist Chinese for these electric cars, for these car batteries that, that, that they're, that they're also, you know, want it, that they want to get us dependent on this, which is ludicrous. It's totally ludicrous. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, to, to spend trillions of dollars on these charging stations. Can you imagine if you tried to get out of Florida with this hurricane? You, you couldn't do it. How, how, you couldn't do right. it. <laughs> I mean, do, do they ever think of these kind of things? I mean, I, I, I don't yeah. understand it. Yeah. I, I, well, I really don't. Well, and, and, you know, or it's just the very pocketbook issues. The middle class, the working people of this country cannot afford these high food prices, prices that are caused by, by the, the you know, lack of fertilizer and, and, and shipping costs being outrageous, and not to mention gas prices going through the roof. People can't afford this, yet what are they doing? They're just continuing us on this oh, path man. of destruction. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. And, and you wonder why, why Hunter Biden has never been... Really, and nothing is ever done to him. I, I, I just wonder why that is. Bob, thanks a lot for the call. Andy and Brigantine. Andy, good morning. Welcome to the show. All right, John. Uh, how you doing? Good. I got uh, a few small things before I get to my main thing. So to, to dovetail off of uh, Bob, I, I double down, triple down on everything he said. <clears throat> so about Florida, back in the early 1940s, there were approximately 40,000 homes in Florida. 
How many homes do you think are in Florida today, John? Wow, I would say probably triple that. No, I said there were 40,000 oh, oh. homes in Florida. So how many do you think there are today? Um, 100,000? Nine and a half million as of 2020. Ooh. Nine, wow. and a, nine and a half million Ooh, homes as wow. of 2020. Wow. So do you think, say, do you think, John... John, do you think then, if there is a hurricane today, that there would be a lot more damage now than there would have been in 1942 yes. when yes. there were only 40,000 homes? Yes, yes. So are there more hurricanes, John, or is there more damage because there are more homes, and there are more homes that are actually closer to the water? Yeah, m- m- more of uh, that, yeah. So that's one. So now, Joe Biden, uh, you know, Americans want their pound of flesh. They just want to see somebody... Go to jail for doing something, some politician, whatever. I think what's happening now is they're going to go after Hunter, and they're, but they're going to drag it out because if you go after Hunter, eventually it leads to Joe. And, and once you get Joe, there's a lot of other Washingtonians that are part of this. So yeah, yeah. you have to go after somebody. So if they go after Hunter, they could sort of satiate the American public by at least they got somebody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they'll but they'll they'll drag it out because eventually it leads to Joe and they can't get around to getting Joe just yet. Yeah. So they're gonna focus on Hunter to take the heat off of Joe. That's two. Why do you think there's no shop right in Atlantic City? Well, watch the videotape from the Wawa in uh, Philadelphia. Oh yeah. Weeks oh ago. yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah, that was it. That why, was, and that's why. Yeah, and and what was the distinguishing characteristic of every single one of the people who destroyed that Wawa? They were right? black, and and then you compare that to Atlantic City, and then you know why there's no there's no shop yeah, right in yeah. Atlantic City. There's not okay. going to be there's not going to be one. Brigantine. No. no, no, Brigantine, John. You heard we got a new fire chief was approved a couple of days ago. I saw you and posted his first that. Act, yeah. John, <laughs> I, I, his, his first act, his first <laughs> act as fire chief, I don't even know the guy. Yeah. His first act as fire chief is to spend $1.6 million of our taxpayer dollars on a new fire truck when the other fire truck that we have, one of them, to replace the one that's 22 years old and probably has maybe 10,000 miles on it, mostly driving it back and forth on the island one day a week just to circulate the fluids <laughs> and to make sure everything's working. That's, and, that's and the good. other mileage is, is, is for the two parades they have every year. Yeah. But now they have a 100-foot ladder, John. How many 100-foot tall buildings you think there are in Brigantine? None. John, maybe Laguna Grill? Uh-uh. Maybe Laguna Grill. Maybe. But it's like a piss. It's like a pissing contest. We have the longest ladder now. Okay. <laughs> so you think, John, maybe they could spend $1.6 million and fix some of the roads in Brigantine, yeah. especially yeah. the one that runs along uh, along the uh, municipal utilities there where the, where the cops get their gas? It's yeah. like driving on the surface. Oh, the yeah. Oh, yeah. That, it, it, oh, it's horrible. That, 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 that makes you think you're in Atlantic City. <laughs> so. Exactly. Yeah. So now, now my big topic, John. You were talking about, uh, you know, the the transgender stuff and yeah. all that in yeah. our schools. Yeah. 
I'm going to connect a few dots real quick that got me blocked on Facebook for three days this week. <laughs> so I don't know if you saw the piece on Tucker's show about the the uh, dwindling of uh, testosterone in American men. Yeah. Uh, John, a, a, chi- a child born today has 50% less testosterone than his grandfather. It's it's going down at 10% a year. And this this would explain why you see so many not necessarily gay, but effeminate straight men who are just so timid and afraid of everything, and they act like little girly men. But yeah. they're still men. They're not gay, yeah. but they're so effeminate. Yeah. They, they couldn't even change a tie. That's one. So connect that now, John, to the fact that the Chinese are making the fentanyl, which comes in through our southern border, that is actually the biggest killer of young men aged 18 to 45 in this country. Yeah. Okay? And then you combine that with a vaccine that isn't a vaccine that is actually destroying the hearts of young men, giving them myocarditis, which many of these young men now won't even make it to 50. And you have to think, John, could they possibly be trying purposely to get rid of young, uh, traditional young white men in this country? And why would that be? Well, you see them sending in millions of young men from all over the world through our southern border. Yeah. Now, John, how do you fundamentally transform a country? Well, if you kill off young men of childbearing years through fentanyl and vaccines that don't work, if you make them impotent or infertile through the stuff that's in food, the chemicals and, 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 and the testosterone depletion. And then you send in new men who don't have to take the vaccine, who aren't being subjected to all this crap. In 30 years, you fundamentally change the country because those men will now be the new fathers in this country and will replicate. And they, they talk about this replacement theory that it's that it's a that it's not real. That it's a, a, a Republican propaganda, John. It's replacement theory. They need to replace the traditional America with a whole new population of people, and that's what's happening. Okay, yeah. Andy. Thanks for the call. Boy, that's a lot. It's, it's a theory, and I wouldn't put it past them, but it's, it could be. Uh, we'll talk to Kevin. We'll talk to Greg after the break. Talk with a purpose. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. We'll have more after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. And you can listen to Joe Yakovich on Saturdays here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM. 
For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. Let's try to get these two calls in before 10 o'clock and then Denny Levinson comes on at 10. Let's talk to Kevin in EHT. Kevin, good morning. You're on Talk with a Purpose. Morning, John. Uh, three quick points, and then I want to ask you for your email address, please. I know okay. you do it over the regularly, but uh, okay. one thing was, uh, I guess they're panicking a little bit because in yesterday's paper, Biden pardons thousands for simple possession of yeah, marijuana. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> that's one, that's yeah. one point. The yeah. second one is, in the opinion page, there's a drawing and it's DeSantis talking to a student with a backpack on, and the student has his handout that says student loan relief. And DeSantis is saying that aid is unfair to those who weren't affected, but he's got his hand behind his back, and someone's handing him a bag of money that says Hurricane Ian relief. <laughs> now, how can you possibly, I mean, take look at pictures of Florida. That, that place was devastated. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it has the one has nothing to do with the other. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. The student relief is, is just to make it, to, that's a vote getter, nothing yes. else. But yes. the hurricane and relief are people that lost, in some cases, everything. Yes. Yes. And then and then my last point, I'll let you go because you're on the clock, but uh, not to get Bob and Kate May mad, but I wonder if anyone's ever told him he sounds like Joe Lieberman when he speaks. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't be insulted, Bob. Uh, my email address is jdadv1 at comcast.net. Got that? Comcast. Um, got it. And uh, I'm going to send you something about uh, all the oil uh, or all the uh, coal plants in the world. So I'll send it to you now. And, uh, okay. All right. You know. All right. Thank you. Greg and Absekin. Greg, good morning. You're on Talk with a Purpose. Mr. Massey, good morning. Morning, sir. The upcoming elections. Affiliations are very important. They always have been. But these two elections, the affiliation should be to the country. And that's the way we should vote. Yes. For the country and for the Constitution. Yes. And forget about everything else. That's the primary. Yes. And that's the way it should happen. Well, I like to think that, that people vote that way, but then again, they don't. So, <laughs> I mean, I vote that way, but, you know, it, it, it's, you're right. I mean, it's time to yeah. vote for yeah. this country. Yeah. Yeah. It, another thing, Mr. Trump, President Trump, one of the reasons I keep trying to figure out why they hate him so much. And an analogy would be he's Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> they hate him because they can't touch him. 
Yeah. And whether he's in office or not doesn't make any difference. They're still going to hate him. Yeah. And they're still going to hate anyone that's put in there. Well, they hated him. I would prefer. Yeah. Yeah. They hated him before. Before he was president. They hated him before. I, I <laughs> they're going to hate him afterwards. Yeah, too. that's right. Yeah. And they have. Yeah. So, and it's one of the reasons is he doesn't back off what's being thrown at him. Yeah, that's true. He attacks it. Yeah. And that's the way it should be. Yeah. But that's the way it used to be. Yeah. Well. And that's why they hate him. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it. Th- those are going to love him, love him, and those are going to hate him, hate him, and and they're going to hate him no matter what, no matter what we say. Right. So I mean, and they're making it up as they go. That's right. That's right. It's amazing. <laughs> Greg, thanks a lot for the call. Oh, that was a lively hour. Hour number one is in the books. Talk with a purpose. Saturdays nine till noon. WPG Talk Radio ninety five point five. Hour number two. Denny Levinson, back on our show, Atlantic County Executive, and we'll talk to him about, (laughs) you think we'll talk about the pilot bill? (laughs) And uh, and a few other things. Uh, We're looking forward to that. Talk with a Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5, hour number one in the books, hour number two on the way. Don't go away. FM and 1450 AM WPTG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. The following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Hour number two, Talk with a Purpose, every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Good to have you with us. And we are waiting for Denny Levinson. And so in the meantime, we'll uh, we'll just continue along, as we always do, here on Talk With a Purpose. Uh, this is a situation where if you are a black person and you get shot, well, it may be a windfall for you and your family. In Rochester, New York, city officials have agreed to pay $12 million to the children of Daniel Prude. He's a black man who was, uh, he was, he died after police held him down until he stopped breathing on a snowy street. So, um, it, it, it's sad and, and it's, it's a just, I mean, it's justified that he gets the money, but $12 million? So, I mean, it's the latest in a number of settlements involving uh, police killings of black people. No comment. But it just goes to show you. I mean, if you... 
it's it's really it's it's sad, but that's what it is. It's sad. Pete is in EHC. Pete, good morning. Welcome to Talk with the Purpose. Hey, good morning, John. How you doing? Good. How you, you know, doing? And this more or less goes with the theme what you uh, just mentioned, and like you said, it is a sad situation. But last night uh, on the way to work, I stopped at the Margate Wawa. Okay, you get a little something for work, you know, no problem. Uh, when I checked out, I noticed the associate, or whatever they call them, uh, I know it was a company authorized button because they had the Wawa logo on it. Yeah. But since when does Wawa go political because it said Black Lives Matter? Oh, geez. Oh. Oh, geez is right. Oh, my God. Oh. And me being a very, me being a gentleman, you could ask uh, Harry about this. Always a gentleman. I just smiled and I said, I thought every life mattered. Have yeah. a nice night. And yeah. I walked. And went to work. That's... But when did Wawa go political? Oh boy, I I I know. I mean, they should have. They should say nothing about that at all. Oh no, they, they should say nothing. Uh, but but here again, you know, everybody's getting into the act. You know, all these organizations. I guess they think it's politically correct to do that, and so they do it. And and I don't think it's appropriate. I mean, no, it is. It, it, no, it is. It's right. I mean, it, why, why politicize? I mean, you're going in for coffee and a, and a snack, and why should you yeah. get politicized? I, I, I just I, I, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, it makes me want to stop going to Wawa for coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, really, you know. But, but what can I tell you, Pete? Thanks for the call. Uh, <laughs> Oh, next we're going to have Dunkin' Donuts get involved. <laughs> oh, Denny Levinson, Atlantic County Executive, on the line. Denny, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Well, thanks for coming on. Been a while. Well, it's always a pleasure. Yes. Uh, I guess you want to talk about the pilot bill, huh? <laughs> Ah, boy, you're kicking uh, a dead horse. Jesus. I uh, mean... I do uh, want to just let everybody know, uh, succinctly, rather than getting into the, the wheres and wherefores, there's $55 million involved that the state of New Jersey decided to give to the casinos because they wanted to make up the losses that they had during COVID. Now, you may question that because when we see the headlines, the casinos are doing quite well. Yes, they are. And what the uh, what the state is saying is that the pilot, the first one that we won and they agreed to, did not include uh, Internet and Sportsbook, just uh, bricks and mortar, which yeah. is just flat out untrue. That's right. Now, this is what it comes down to. Of the $55 million, we uh, believe that we deserve $4.75 million. Now, that's pretty obvious because it was agreed to and yes. signed by the governor. Yeah. But they decided to clandestinely change the pilot and to give to the uh, casinos the $55 million. Now, 
it costs the taxpayers of this county $5 million. doesn't cost the taxpayers of Cumberland or Bergen or Monmouth, just Atlantic County taxpayers. And all we're asking for is what they agreed to. Jeez. You know, if I don't believe they made a bad deal, but if you made a bad deal, you made a deal. Yeah. And that deal was made in court, and they settled. And we deserve this money, the county taxpayers. Look, they raised our insurance rates by 24% the state of New Jersey. And, uh, yeah, we're in good shape financially, Atlantic County. And that's what they keep saying. Atlantic County's in good shape. They can afford it. Well, why? Because we can afford it. We've been frugal. Yeah. And uh, that we have to pay. Not fair. And once again... Just give us the five million and keep the fifty million. As far as yeah. we're concerned, give us our fair share, and that's that's it in a nutshell. And you know, uh, it just uh, it boggles the mind. And here's another thing: the superior court judge said, "Look, will you Atlanta County and the state of New Jersey? Will you just sit down?" and talk. It'll save everybody a fortune uh, uh, to pay for lawyers and everything else. I immediately said, Denny Levinson will sit down with anyone, anywhere to get this thing resolved and behind us. We haven't heard anything from the state of New Jersey. Nothing but crickets. Won't even answer our letters. Nothing. That's, I mean, Uh, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. No, really. I, I mean, uh, what about this? Now, the, the the lawsuit, there was a hearing scheduled for this week, but it was postponed. Where, where does that stand? Well, they, they received a stay, and they're just going to stretch this out as long as they possibly can. Remember, the state of New Jersey is not defending this case with salaried employees from the attorney general's office. They must have a thousand lawyers. They couldn't find one that could fight this case. <laughs> they had to go to a, a a private, politically connected law firm yes, to pay yeah. six hundred an hour yeah. to uh, go after the Atlantic County uh, taxpayer. That's what really. Uh, you know, why settle if you're making that kind of money? Yeah. Just keep drawing it out as long as you can, and keep getting your paycheck. Do you think that you're going to prevail after all of this is said and done? Well, that's an interesting question. We have already prevailed. That's what we're arguing about. You yeah. already made a deal. <laughs> you know, honor your deal. Now, what they did, and they did it clandestinely. Who the hell puts up uh, three days before Christmas and yeah. legislation? Yeah. And on top of it, if you think Levinson, as they said in the, uh, the, the state said, I'm being political. And uh, I'm not being political any more than the judges have been political. And if I'm being political, you know, Vince Mazio and and Amato, the two prior assembly people, Democrats, Amato himself sponsored this legislation for the casinos. Yes. And when he finally read the the final draft, he was outraged. He 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 said, I'm taking my name off of this. I want nothing to do with it. And he and Vince Mazio both voted no. Yes. Now, if that doesn't tell you something, uh, I don't know what does. Here, 
It is bipartisan, the sponsor. And I defy anyone to find one single legisla- uh, piece of legislation that when the sponsor insisted on having his name taken off and then voted against it. That's how bad this legislation is. Well, it's like they cried all the way to the bank. They're saying, oh, well, we can't, we can't have this bill because it includes Internet, and we got to pay somebody else to run that. I mean, that's the cost of doing business, isn't it? I mean, I don't understand this. I really don't. Listen, it sure is. And, you know, there's two different lawsuits. The one that Seth Grossman has is on the constitutionality of the uh, of the legislation. Now, you know, I understand it. it should be constitutional. Yes. But my beef is with the taxpayers. That's what I take an oath to uphold. And consequently, you know, the Constitution, the state of New Jersey, et cetera, et cetera. With constitutional questions, whether they be state constitution or uh, or our federal constitution, as Oliver Wendell Holmes said, the constitution says what we say it says. So it, it uh, you know, for years and year, uh, years, Plessy versus Ferguson was constitutional law. Yeah, and then suddenly in 1954, it was overturned by Brown versus. Uh, uh, Board of Ed. So, I mean, it can be constitutional, and you can. And remember this when things are ruled constitutional or unconstitutional, let's just go to the Supreme Court. Many of those decisions are 5 4. So, uh, it, it's, not, it's not clear. It's not open and shut. We believe this is open and shut as far as our taxpayers are concerned because the state of New Jersey signed and agreed to uh, to pay us. We won in court. And now all of a sudden, uh, they're reneging on what they uh, uh, they had agreed to. I mean, it's uh, uh, it's been going on for so long. I'm sure when people see anything on the pilot in the newspaper or, or anywhere else, you know, they just turn the page. Or if they're listening to talk radio or, you know, they just uh, either push a button to another channel. It's become boring to them to the point where, you know, the state has gummed this up so badly. And really, uh, no one has an, an interest in it. But they'll get an interest in it when their tax bill comes. That's right. And they That's realize right. that we got screwed out of $5 million, and on top of that, they raised the, uh, the medical insurance by 24%. Jeez. Now, they did it to everybody else except the unions, which are raised by 3%. Now, there's a head-scratcher for you. Yeah. Ask, ask somebody in the state legislature, what the hell is that about? You mean to tell me that the union's paying less than everybody else? I am. And how is that possible? <laughs> well, <laughs> they just do welcome it. To, welcome to New Jersey, my friend. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's uh, it just, unfortunately, it's the way it is. Now, if you think uh, that that's unfair, you're right. Uh, I'm just telling people to get ready for more than a 20% premium rate increase. And it is recently improved by, uh, approved, by the way, by the State Benefits 
commission, whatever that is. Now, I do know there are no local municipal officials and no local county officials on this, uh, uh, this commission. They made the decision themselves, and we have to eat it. So we're exploring our options right now to see where we're going to go. And the, by the way, the vote was on September 14th, and uh, we're, uh, we don't know where the money's going to come from, obviously. They screwed us out of $5 million, and now they're raising our cost by 24%. We have no representation. And uh, we also got the report. Now, somebody can say, call up and say it's not accurate that the uh, union workers, uh, state union workers, will see only a 3% rate increase. Now, it's just a question of fundamental fairness here. But uh, it doesn't seem uh, that uh, anybody cares. And that's what happens when you have... uh, uh, the governor and both houses, uh, the same party, and when they won't fight with each other and uh, over what is in the best interests of the people. You know, years ago, you, you fought like hell to get elected, but after you were elected, you know, you did the very best you could to uh, uh, honor your your constitutional duty, your oath of office. And that, of course, is not occurring at this present time. And even they, no, they can't defend it. They haven't spoke to us. <laughs> let's sit down and let's talk. Holy oh, mackerel. It, it, it's, it really is frustrating. Let me ask you this, Denny. Uh, last week, we were talking about the pilot. And a couple of people, well, in particular one, defended the casinos because he said they were right in not getting their money's worth in what they're paying. So I wanted you to give me your thoughts on that. Nonsense. That's what I said. (laughs) It's just absolute nonsense. I mean, you can say whatever you want to say. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, it talks cheap. And, uh, you know, so tell me that, you know, insurance did not go up 24%. Tell me that we didn't have a signed, sealed, and delivered agreement on, right. the, uh, on the first pilot. Tell me I'm wrong on all that and uh, and correct me. Well, obviously, they're not going to tell me I'm wrong be, uh, because they don't speak to me. Yeah. And uh, they don't speak to anybody. They haven't spoken to one single uh, commissioner. There's nine of them. And I'm sure there's... Uh, at least one friendly commissioner on the, that uh, board of, uh, of ex-freeholders that they could speak to that would carry the ball for them. But they don't want to be embarrassed in a public meeting, so they're keeping quiet. Uh, it's, uh, it's just the way things are. And as I've said many, many times, welcome to New Jersey. It's it's really you know, it's a, it's a if disgrace. I could just give this, yeah, uh, yeah. which I find to be uh, the Adams Family cartoon and the, the the new movie. Yeah, they were chased out of where they were living because of how weird they were. And uh, Gomez Adams says, uh, "This is right in the movie now. We have to go someplace that's so horrible, that's so bad. No one will ever find us. No one will know we're there. No one will ever want to go there." And then all of a sudden you see a big sign. It says, welcome to New Jersey. <laughs> I'm not making it up. I know. I know you're not. 
we're, we're coming up on a break, Danny. Can you stay with us for a few minutes? Be my pleasure. Okay. Uh, Denny Levinson, our guest. And if you uh, would like to ask a question of Denny, 609-407-1450, 609-407-1450. It is Talk With a Purpose, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. More with Denny Levinson after these words. We are in a mental health crisis. Drug overdoses, suicides, and alcohol-related deaths are skyrocketing. If you're struggling with alcohol or drugs, call Recovery Centers of America right now at 1-888-RECOVERY, and our team will answer immediately, talk to you about your struggles, and figure out the best course of treatment to get you better. Because we want you in recovery for life. While in treatment at one of our outstanding facilities located near you, you will benefit from specialized programs, 24-hour medical care, master's-level clinicians, and experienced supportive staff if outpatient treatment is right for you our full spectrum of care is available either in person or virtually and because we know that addiction impacts families as well we offer support groups family therapy and webinars every day thousands of patients get treated at recovery centers of america and go on to live happy and meaningful lives don't wait we answer the phone and admit patients 24 7 including on weekends and holidays so call 1-888-RECOVERY today that's 1-888-RECOVERY I'm Seth Grossman for LibertyAndProsperity.com. Americans are the most understanding, generous, and compassionate people in the world. That is why our enemies are using those virtues as weapons to destroy us. They are deliberately bringing millions of poor and angry people from failed socialist countries around the world to make America a failed socialist country. They know that walls, fences, and even thousands of Border Patrol agents can't stop everybody determined to get through. The only way to stop them is to arrest every person found in our country illegally and send them back. But our enemies think that Americans are too understanding, generous, and compassionate to ever do that. Do most Americans care more about the suffering of people coming to our country illegally than the future of our own children and grandchildren? Learn more at libertyandprosperity.com. Help us reach more people. Join our weekly breakfast. Donate what you can to keep us on the air and online libertyandprosperity.com. Thanks. And we are back here on Talk With a Purpose. Denny Levinson is our guest and our number here in the studio, 609-407-1450, 609-407-1450. If you have a question for Denny, he will be happy to answer that for you. Denny, um, we were talking during the break. This is a, a very interesting feud. Uh, and I think it started with there was a report about the city stat and comp stat and a new program to provide data for improving the city and for street lights. And, and then all of a sudden this morphed into Marty Small and Vince Palestina getting into a feud. Uh, can you make any sense out of this? It's extremely unfortunate that, uh, you know, a city that is important to us and, of course, important to the state of New Jersey and the uh, the mayor of that city and our state senator, Vince Palestina, getting into a public row. Uh, depending on how this turns out, uh, it may turn out very positively. For instance, I saw in the paper this morning that uh, suddenly... Atlantic Electric is going through Atlantic City 
and they're turning on the lights that have only been out for years. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that, of course, is a positive outcome. Yeah, it is. But uh, I think there's two people here that don't like each other, and that's difficult. You don't have to like somebody to work with them. I mean, if uh, who's right, who's wrong? If you think Atlantic City is clean and safe, then you agree with the mayor. If you agree, uh, think that Atlantic City needs a great improvement as far as violence is concerned and uh, safety and, and cleanliness, then you agree with the senator. Uh, and uh, that's uh, a pretty easy thing to uh, uh, to judge. You know, you have your own opinions on, on what it is. Uh, but I, I still find it to be very unfortunate that uh, that this is occurring and occurring publicly. You know, I, I think there are things that, you know, uh, Vince being in the minority in, in Trenton, I know he's a, a, a great uh, believer in uh, doing away with this nonsensical bail reform, which is causing everybody, uh, you know, just uh, it's nonsensical. Just go and rob something, and you're back out in the back out on the street, yeah. go and disrupt yeah. and uh, ruin somebody's meal, and you know, or you're out on a summons. Uh, and the interesting part about this, if there is a light at the end of the tunnel, both Marty Small and Vince Palestina agree that has to be changed. And there is a starting point, I believe, when you get a powerful Democrat that is the mayor of one of the more popular cities in the world that comes out and says this legislation is wrong. Now remember, and I, I, I don't want to be too uh, – I voted for bail reform because I felt it was ridiculous also to have somebody sitting in jail because they can't come up with $500 bail for a minor offense or a misdemeanor. I get it. But then what did the state legislature do? They turned this nonsensical or sensical uh, legislation into something that's uh, uh, beyond belief. You know, commit a crime and and commit a crime over and over, and you're out on a summons. Yeah. Now, it is your obligation. It's your obligation, you criminal or you mental case that did this, to show up in court. And if you don't show up in court, now you're giving the sheriff more work to do because now you're, you're out on a warrant. You're yeah. a fugitive. <laughs> so the, the bail reform, it's, uh, you know, I can to uh, prohibition. I guess at the time it made sense to prohibit anybody from drinking in the United States. And prohibition was uh, done with, uh, I think, with good intentions, which, of course, the road to hell is paved with. Yes. So when bail reform came in, which most of us supported, you know, we didn't know what the state legislature was going to turn this into, that some judge that uh, lives uh, very comfortably in a gated community uh, decides he's going to look on an algorithm because uh, this guy just uh, stole uh, $2,000 or $1,000, whatever it may be, or just broke a case and stole some jewelry, is out on a summons because of he hasn't been caught before which, of course, the law enforcement says he has a clean record. You know, uh, there's a big difference there between never being caught before and having a clean record. Yeah. So this is what we have to put up for. Yeah. If we're scared to walk into our cities. Not uh, Listen, 
take a look. Would you take a stroll late at night in Trenton? No. Irvington? No. Newark? No. Uh, I mean, you could go on and on. Yeah. They're yeah. dangerous because the cops keep arresting these people, and they keep letting them out. Yes. They're arrested. The cop has to now do all kinds of paperwork, and uh, they get themselves a court-appointed attorney in many cases that find, try to find where the cop screwed up, as if the cop doesn't have enough to do to make sure every I and every T is crossed. So, I mean, we're in a dilemma right now of uh, lawlessness and violence, and it's coming into our suburbs, not just our cities. And uh, it's, it's a damn shame. Denny, uh, we have a call. Uh, someone wants to talk to you. Linda in Absecon. Linda, you're on with Atlanta County Executive Denny Levinson. Hi, John. Hi, Danny. Hi. Hi, my, Linda. My favorite, my favorite county executive. Always smart, always interesting. And um, so I have a question. Sure. Um, so, so what do you think about the midterms? And then what do you think about the future presidency? And is it over? It is far from over, unfortunately. And, uh, you know, the uh, we never thought that I believe that the Republicans were going to sweep. And I, I still believe they have a chance. But this uh, uh, the Roe versus Wade turnover has thrown a monkey wrench as far as uh, uh, Republican success. And uh, I think that uh, needs to be fine-tuned a little more. That You know, it's uh, I'm a conservative guy. I'm an adoptive parent. But uh, I think the uh, it's a bit draconian, Linda. I don't know. You know, I know you're very religious, and I appreciate that and, uh, and salute you. But, uh, I mean, common sense has to enter in. And I don't believe it is right now for, you know, somebody in one state would have to fly to another. And I think all of us, all thinking individuals, can come up with at least one circumstance or two circumstances or, or more where it is, uh, uh, is advisable to uh, terminate a, a pregnancy. I mean, I read well, the you paper don't need, of it. You never needed Roe versus Wade for that. You could go into no, a hospital you did not. if you were that raped. That's correct. And, uh, I'm, so, I'm not and, even and talking incest. about rape. I'm talking about the, talking? You know, a woman that was carrying a baby to term, and it turned out the baby had uh, no brain. And uh, the doctors and the nurses were afraid to perform a uh, an operation because of the way the laws were were stated i think that was uh you know an eye opener i mean you can put uh i mean it annoys me that federal money is used for abortions because there are so many people that truly and honestly in their heart of hearts find that to be murder and i get it you know, and uh, regardless of what one's thoughts are, to use their money, federal money for this, is uh, uh, the height of it. And what did they do? They they uh, recalled it. It's uh, it's no longer part of our uh, uh, our laws. So it's a difficult thing. But getting back to answering your question, the country is in such bad shape with between immigration and between the violence and uh, the war over there in the uh, in Europe, that uh, and uh, gasoline prices and everything else that's occurring, I don't know how the heck the Democrats would mm -hmm. have a chance with anybody with a with a half a brain and realizes the direction this country is going in. And by the way, 
when somebody comes into this country legally and they have nothing, we have to medicate them, we have to house them, we have to clothe them, we have to educate them, and that is extraordinarily expensive. When you have millions of people breaking the law coming in over our borders and just are overrun, and we still have to do the same things for them. So consequently, we're magnanimous. We're, we're a, a, a country that cares. But holy cow, you can't just open your border and say, anybody that needs anything, come here. We'll take care of you. It's all free. Right. Man has been yeah. fighting for these certain things throughout history. You know, since we came down from the trees, we want shelter, we want clothing, we want food, we want to be educated, we want to be transported. And all of these things are provided free of charge. And uh, we just can't afford it. Okay, Linda? So do you think, okay, thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks for the call. Danny, I I, got to ask you this thing about Atlantic City becoming a nonpartisan type of government. This has come up again, and I thought we voted against that. Is it, why is it coming up again? It's coming up again because the last time it was voted on, they specifically said, if we change our form of government, this is what we're going to give you. We're going to give you a director that cannot be uh, fired for uh, 24 to 36 months. They have total uh, dictatorial powers. And I thought that was ridiculous, and I said this to the people that were behind this. If you're going to be successful, you know, just make sure that people want to change a government. If they do want to change a government, which, is, uh, which may be uh, unlikely or may be likely, uh, then you can decide a commission on what form you're going to have. But the last time they did this, uh, I, I think they, and I told them this, they were in my office, and I said, it's not going to pass. not going to pass because you decided this is what you want, a director, a non-cut director <laughs> that can direct everybody. Well, right now you have that in Atlantic City. It's called the state of New Jersey. Yeah. You have Steve Persky in there, the former senator. Yeah. You have Chris Brown in there, the former senator. They're all directing Atlantic City. You have the lieutenant governor in there that has total power over it. And the governor, of course, has power over lieutenant governor. So you do have a dictatorial uh, uh, regime that is ruling Atlantic City. And and guess what? That regime in Trenton... Uh, has, a, has trouble ruling themselves. Yeah. So now they're going to decide, we're going to decide for Atlantic City in Trenton because we know better. And Trenton, of course, is uh, the, the model for uh, for safety and cleanliness. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that, that's a good one. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll steal that from you from time to time. <laughs> um, you were, uh, I guess you saw this in the paper, uh, former Judge Mendez lauded you for uh, the municipal court centraliz- centralization. What'd you think of that? I appreciate uh, that. You know, when you start to think outside the box and uh, you want to save money, but uh, we do have 10 towns that are in, but there's 20, 23 towns here in Atlanta County that have opted not to come in. And, uh, 
You know, even though the savings may be there, it's the economy of scale in many cases. Do we need that many judges, that many prosecutors, that many courtrooms? And the answer, of course, is is no. Yeah. So we put together a plan that would have, which, by the way, the first one, I think, ever, uh, that we would consolidate. If we're going, and, and look, 10,000, 20,000, 100,000 here, you know, it, it builds up. Yes. You know, we have arguments whether we need a new teacher or not or, or whatever it may be. Well, you may be able to hire two new teachers on what you could save in this. But uh, we put it before the people. I don't rule by decree. Denny Levinson is county executive, not emperor. Here's an idea I'm putting before you. If you think it's a good idea, come on and board. You have two years to decide whether you like it or not, and then you can get out. Couldn't be fair. The same thing, I'm uh, getting a lot of lot of negative comments about uh, putting uh, armed uh, officers in schools and some with dogs. This is not something that we're going to mandate. If the city of so-and-so does not wish to have it, you don't have it. Right. You can kind of, you know, one of, I've been stopped and uh, uh, called up. What are you doing putting guns in school? The answer to, to guns are not more guns, Mr. Levinson. What, where, where are you? What are you thinking? And my comment is always the same. How are you going to keep these kids safe? God forbid something should occur. What do you want? You know what the answer is? Nine times out of ten, we need more mental health uh, counselors. You know, a mental health counselor is just another guy that's going to end up with a, uh, a bolt in the head when this lunatic comes yeah. in to shoot everybody. Yeah. We have to stop them. One of the, uh, you know, I watched TV and uh, there was a shooting uh, in, a, in a mall and the, the shooter killed four people, which, of course, is tragic. But a good Samaritan was there armed and put a bullet in him, killed him. Yeah. Now, instead of killing four, he might have killed 400 or 40. Who knows? Yeah. But the bottom line was, here a guy with a gun stopped a guy that wanted to do extraordinary damage in this mall. And you have guys, these lunatics that want to come in and, and, and shoot people with automatic weapons. Or, who you know, they could be swinging a sledgehammer as far as it's concerned. They have to be stopped. And the idea that, gee, we should have seen the signs, that's easy to say. Well, you didn't see the signs, and it didn't mean they were going to be accurate anyway. And after it's over, what do we get? We get peace marches and thoughts and prayers. Yeah. Not enough. No. Sorry. No. Are you for uh, arming the schools? Absolutely. I'm for one way in, one way out. You know, I taught school. And if you wanted to get into a school, all you had to do is wait for election day yeah. in many cases, <laughs> and you're in. Yeah. Or go press the button and have a bouquet of flowers in your arms or have a pizza pie to be delivered. Yeah. Somebody's going to buzz you in. Yeah. I mean, we need security and serious security to keep people out. And if they should come in, we have to kill them. It's as simple as that. I know it sounds harsh and horrible. Let's rehabilitate them. Let's find out if they were beaten as children or if they didn't have breakfast this morning or if their mother smoked crack. And let's just find out what's wrong with them. Yeah. Well, guess what, parents? Stop buying your kids guns and lock your guns up, especially when you know your kid's a lunatic. Yeah. 
Yeah, you, you wonder how some parents think today. I, I, I often wonder that myself, and I've said it many times here on the show. Denny, we, uh, we thank you for spending some time with us. We appreciate it, and uh, we look forward to having you back on uh, soon on the show. I always enjoy being on, and I appreciate the time. Okay, thanks a lot. Denny Levinson, Atlantic County Executive on Talk With a Purpose. And we will be back with more Talk With a Purpose after these words. The market is up. The market is down. I know from day to day, there's a fair amount of volatility. You worry, I worry. We all worry, but not so much when you have a sound financial plan that doesn't depend completely on the market. Hi, I'm Joe Yakovich with this Money Minute. You'll find some real insights in my new book, The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In this book, I explain in detail how I approach financial planning, retirement, insurance, and many other topics. For a free copy of my book, The Heart of Your Money, simply contact my office at 856-751-1771. That's 856-751-1771. Or you can email me at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. And don't forget, I'm here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 with These Money Minutes. I'm Joe Yakovich with This Money Minute, and thanks for listening. It's a fall festival at BF Mazio. All kinds of goodies, including delicious and fresh Macintosh apples, apple cider bread, pumpkin bread, and of course, all sizes of pumpkins. BF Mazio, where there's always something special. Don't forget the finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere. And of course, a complete selection of prepared foods and baked goods second to none. BF Mazio, 601 New Road in Northfield. Online at bfmazio.com. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. For the rest of the afternoon, going to be partly sunny, breezy, cooler. A brisk start to the weekend for sure. High 62. Grab a jacket if you want to stroll under the moonlit sky tonight. It's going to be colder with a low drop into 38. Plenty of sun tomorrow, though. A nice end to the weekend with a high 64. I'm AccuWeather's Ruth O'Brien on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, if you want to email me during the week, you can feel free to do that. J-D-A-D-V-1 at Comcast.net. J-D-A-D-V-1 at Comcast.net. And if you want to like us on Facebook, at Talk With a Purpose, at Talk With a Purpose is our Facebook address. Again, we thank Denny Levinson for spending some time with us and for coming on the show. We always enjoy Denny coming on. Uh, I'm going to try to do this in, I, I mean, this is a two, three-part story. It, this has to do with the feud between Palestina and Marty Small. And I think that it started with this Atlantic City introducing two technologies that have helped major cities across the country. And, and this is about crime and better management municipal services. This is called the CityStat and the ComStat programs. Now, follow this along. City department heads and other workers will meet with the public biweekly to report on progress made under the program. CityStat will allow residents and others to report potholes 
street lights that don't work, trash collection, and code enforcement issues and more. Now, my question is, aren't we doing that now? Aren't we calling City Hall and saying the street light doesn't work, that doesn't work, and it's still there? Well, now we hear from Denny that there's some positive movement. So maybe this is a concentrated program to get these things done. Now then, the ComStat program will provide data and collection analysis so Atlantic City police can better prevent and combat crime. Okay. Acting Police Chief James Sarko said the new deployment system will start in February and will maximize the visibility of police and increase the number of neighborhood coordination officers assigned to neighborhoods and move the force from eight-hour shifts to 11-hour shifts. Okay. It all sounds terrific, but one has to wonder, have we been here before and will it work? So that's part one. Now, I don't know if this will work. It, it, they tell us it's worked in other cities and major cities, but that's part one of the story. Part two is where Marty Small gets into this, and part three is where Vince Palestina attacks Marty. So we'll we'll get to that in just a moment. But first, we want to talk to Nick and Absika. Nick, good morning. You're on Talk with a Purpose. Hey, good morning. How are you? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Loud and clear. All right. So uh, thinking about mental illness uh, lately and about uh, how people that I know that I went to school with in Pleasantville Public Schools in the 70s, and one in particular, this guy could hold a conversation with you, but he was, we always knew he was a little crazy. This guy wound up beating on his girl and everything, and then he did some other things. I believe he raped a woman in a uh, casino. Um, and then, and while, since he's been locked up at the Ancora Hospital, he even raped one of the nurses. Oh, man. You know? So oh, jeez. They have all... They have all different levels, I guess, of where they characterize where people are kept up there, like criminally insane or what have you. Like, people need to be sat down for a while. That's my belief, you know? And yeah. uh, I'm not talking, you know, in the old days, they used to do the, what they call a lobotomy on yeah. people yeah. and things like that. I'm not saying that, but these people need to be kept off the streets. Maybe they need to build additions on that place up there or build hospitals for these people. Yeah, how did he? Um, how did he rape the, the girl in in Absec- or in uh, Ancora? Well, we never knew. Oh, okay. But it happened. It occurred. You know, here he was playing like he's okay. You Jeez. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, he was like, uh, you know, like a manipulator. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. just acting the part like everything. I'm okay to get closer and closer, so he gets that chance. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, so, uh, a, a, a guy like that has got to be uh, locked up and kept locked up because uh, exactly. it, it doesn't it doesn't look like he's rehab because he's he's raping a girl in, in while he's in Ancora. I mean, come on. I mean, yeah. well, and, and, and this happened. This happened had to take place somewhere in the uh, uh, mid to late 90s. And he's still there. 
Yeah. And uh, but yeah, they need to keep these people locked yeah. up because they 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 know. What, listen, when they sat in so many group therapies, they know what to say to the to this counselor that's yep. in, in this uh, meeting that's, or whatever. That's they exactly know all right. The right things to say. That's exactly and they right. Manipulate these people. That's right. All right. You have a great day. Thanks John. for the Thanks call, for Nick. Thanks. Call. Thanks for the call. Matt in AC. Matt's back. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Hey, Coach. What's going on, bud? Uh, your Mets going to win tonight? Uh, they, well, if not, they're <laughs> going to be golfing. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it is. Yeah. At any rate, um, I, I I didn't want to take up too much time. I had to call back because I, I, I didn't get this in on my first call. But uh, stemming off your Ocean City uh conversation yeah. earlier about the schools yeah um now let me get this right i gotta go slow because it's confusing to me and it it's if it's confusing to me it's definitely going to be confusing to an eight or nine or ten year old yes kid yes okay l g t b q yes the l g t b q community yes okay it's hard to decipher. I, I really don't. I'm confused. Yeah. At any rate. Well, so am I. I mean, that's, <laughs> you know, but we hear it all the time. So, but, yeah. There's a there's a very intuitive guy in Florida that translated it for me. Okay. Yesterday. I saw on the news. LGTBQ means let's get Trump back quickly <laughs> that's good that's good <laughs> he, he just solved the puzzle for me yeah real quick. there Let's you go get trump back quickly yeah lgtbu yes okay that's good and he's making t-shirts maybe i'll get you one okay yeah sure yeah, yeah just don't wear it in public just keep it on him in your home <laughs> oh i don't care i'd wear it in public I mean, you, I, I would too. I don't yeah, you think I care about that? About that? No, oh, no, nah, nah. All right, bud. I had thanks. to get it, and I thought thanks. I'd make you give you a chuckle. Thanks, right? thanks Thank for you. the call, Matt. Talk with the purposes of the show Saturdays nine till noon. WPG Talk Radio ninety five point five. Our number two rapidly coming to a close. We'll um, we'll try to. Well, we won't wrap this up, but this is part two of uh, this Palestina small thing and where it came from and the the progression of uh, where it's leaded to. Uh, and we'll do that after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. And you can listen to Joe Yakovich on Saturdays right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM. For over 37 years, 
Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial services llc is not an affiliated company we are in a mental health crisis drug overdoses suicides and alcohol related deaths are skyrocketing if you're struggling with alcohol or drugs call recovery centers of america right now at 1-888-RECOVERY and our team will answer immediately talk to you about your struggles and figure out the best course of treatment to get you better because we want you in recovery for life while in treatment at one of our outstanding facilities located near you you will benefit from specialized programs 24 our medical care, master's level clinicians, and experienced supportive staff. If outpatient treatment is right for you, our full spectrum of care is available either in person or virtually. And because we know that addiction impacts families as well, we offer support groups, family therapy, and webinars. Every day, thousands of patients get treated at Recovery Centers of America and go on to live happy and meaningful lives. Don't wait. We answer the phone and admit patients 24-7, including on weekends and holidays. So call one 888 recovery today that's 1888 recovery and we're back here on talk with a purpose don't forget if you want to listen to any of our shows at any time you can do that john demassi podcasts you google that and all the shows come up and if they don't come up then we hear from our audience <laughs> right chris <Yeah. laughs> oh well last week we we had a little problem last week uh, and we solved that so They'll be there in a more timely manner uh, from now on. Talk with the purpose is the show Saturdays, nine till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. All right. So I told you about CityStat and ComStat. That's the new programs and Atlantic City is going to unveil that. There was a meeting on Wednesday and Marty Small then launched into an attack on Senator Vince Palestina. He said that the Atlantic City, the Atlantic County lawmaker was interfering with city government. Um, he surprised Palestina, who was there, but Palestina didn't respond. Small said his remarks were in defense of the city. Small said Palestina had sent him a letter Tuesday attacking, as he says, Marty Small said, the greatest police department in the world saying uh, we don't do anything and crime is up. Now, this may have to do with Small accusing Palestina of organizing an attempt to move the city to nonpartisan elections, which you heard me talk about with Denny Levinson, and that is not going to fly. So this thing, look, I think that they're both good men. I think they both have the best interests of Atlantic City at heart. But politics gets in the way. And so they are from different parties. And this thing is really escalating. And, uh, well, we'll we'll give you uh, another part to this in a minute. But first, I want to talk to Ginny and Apsikin. Ginny, good morning. You're on Talk With a Purpose. 
Thank you, thank you. Um, two things I'd like to bring up. A lot of people don't realize in Atlantic County that when Atlantic City fails to collect enough money or fails to have enough money that the surrounding municipalities have yes. to kick in. Yes, yes. A lot of people don't realize that. Uh, you do, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've had Denny on enough okay. times to, to know that for a fact. Okay. Here's what I'd like to say, and it may take a referendum in Trenton. It may take a referendum. Maybe we should put it to the voters of Atlantic County. Okay? Here goes. I think that the municipalities in Atlantic County, all of them, should have a say in who is mayor and who is on council in Atlantic City. Since we have to make up the slack and we have to pay the difference, I think we should have a say. Enough of this. Atlantic City costs more to operate than the entire county put together. Yeah. John Risley explained this to me one time, and I almost fell over. Okay? Yeah. Atlantic City costs a fortune to operate, and it's more, more than the county. And that counts the nursing home, the jail, all the employees, everything else. Atlantic City has, in my opinion, always been poorly run, and it's got to stop. So I think if the surrounding municipalities, who all have to kick in, John, yeah, had a do. say, I think it would work. And, it, and you know what? The people in Atlantic City aren't going to vote for it, of course, no. because we've been bailing them out since uh, the casino referendum. Yes. However, however... This can be done. It's going to take a referendum, a ballot question, everything else. Yeah. We're paying for it anyway. We may as well have a say, don't yeah. you think? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know how they would do that. Um, it, it, it would appear to be, well, first of all, if it got on the ballot, uh, everybody in Atlantic City, you're right, would vote against it. So, um, of course. Uh, so I don't know if it would have any traction there. But it's a, it's a good idea. It is definitely a good idea. No, I'm talking about all over the county. Yeah. The people in the county would vote for it. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it's, Put it as a ballot question yeah. all over Atlantic County. Yeah, well. Because these are the lawmakers. These are the movers and shakers. You know, I was in Atlantic City the other day, and I, I feared for my life. Yeah. Okay? I had to go, yeah. in, go in the city hall and do some business. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. You can't park in the back, got to park in the front. Uh, it, it's absolutely horrendous. Yeah. And the only thing I take when I get out of my car, credit card, car key, and $10. Don't bring a purse. Everything's locked in the trunk. I'm serious. This yeah. is bad. Yeah, it is. It is. Jenny, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Our number two is in the books. Wow, that went by fast. Talk of the Purpose is the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. We will uh, give you part three of this Atlantic City situation. I uh, got more information here. Um, I, I got it from uh, Mel Taylor from Down Beach Buzz. So he sent me that. So we'll, uh, we'll deal, do, deal with that and uh, maybe some other things. Who knows? Talk with the Purpose is the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5, hour number two in the books, hour number three on the way. Don't go away.
95.5 FM and 1450 AM WPTG Atlantic City. WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. The following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Hour number three, Talk with a Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Good to have you with us. You're along for the ride here on Talk With a Purpose. Yeah, we uh, we had an interesting show so far today. Uh, we'll get to the calls in just a moment. But this is part three of the Palestina-Marty Small feud. And this is State Senator Vince Palestina saying uh, a bunch of things about Atlantic City. He wrote a letter to Mayor Small. And in his letter, he said, the financial fiasco known as the CRDA. Well, I've said that a few times. Dangerous Atlantic City streets day and night. The boardwalk is dangerous, too. ShopRite, premature jubilation. Uh, I take that to mean it will never be built. Open drug use and selling of narcotics. Arrest and quick release of dangerous individuals. And AC School District needs New Jersey State oversight. By the way, the budget is as big as the Atlantic City budget for the Atlantic City schools. So, you know, this this is going to continue, but I I just want them to come together. I mean, like I said, they're they're both good men and, and they both have good intentions, but to, to do this back and forth and uh, come on, L- let's let's sit down and, and hash this out. But uh, I, I don't think anything gets done this way. And so what can I tell you? It's just, it's just another uh, ridiculous feud and we'll see where it goes. Talk with the purpose is the show and uh, we're going to talk to Andy and Brigantine. Andy, good morning. Welcome to the show. Morning, John. Uh, I, you know, due to the nature of my work, uh, I think I can uh, shed a lot of light on what goes on in Atlantic City because I really get to see the underbelly. Yeah. I spend a lot of time in Atlantic City. A yeah. lot of time. Yeah. Okay. First of all, uh, the you've got the prostitutes everywhere. <laughs> That's one. Second of all, you've got panhandlers on every corner. I tell you, there are panhandlers on each corner in front of Angelo's Restaurant on Paramount Avenue there. Uh, I see panhandlers who walk like they're on their last breath on earth until a car window goes down and an arm comes out with cash in it. And then you want to see somebody run over to that car like O.J. Simpson <laughs> yeah. in the Hertz commercial. Yeah, okay. yeah. And then they go right back to their, their – they all have their special little stance that they do, their little shtick to get you to give them money. Okay. Um, I see people standing around, bent over, not moving. Just they're all drugged up. They're just standing there. 
I see people walking in the middle of the streets having conversations with themselves. Um, where the um, uh, the uh, uh, the Salvation Army uh, right off the main drag there all summer long, John. Every day I would have to go past this at least once, sometimes twice, and every day there was an assortment of beach chairs and even some cases indoor furniture all strewn about on the sidewalk up against the fence and they had jury rigged a, a nice tarp with, uh, to provide some sort of shelter from the sun or some cases the rain and there were at least 15 20 young men of working age doing nothing but sitting on these beach chairs all day, talking on their cell phones, smoking pot, drinking beer. These are young men of working age when all you see around Atlantic City are help wanted signs. None of them can find a job. Yeah. John, I cannot tell you how many times I've been sitting in front of a casino entrance waiting for a guest, and I watch a car pull up, and a drug deal go down right at the entrance of the casino. Jeez. I watch people walk out of the casino and light marijuana joints, standing Jeez. there right in the lobby as you go in. I have watched casino employees walk out the, out the employee exit and stand in the smoking area smoking joints and then go back in to go back to work. I watched the potholes in front of the Doc's Oyster House. You know that 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 uh, brand new fire truck yeah. that they want to get in Brigantine. Yeah, that brand new fire truck could get lost in a pothole in Atlantic <laughs> City. That's how big they are. Yeah. Okay. I know the one you're talking this about. Place, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know when you see. The problems in Atlantic City aren't going to be solved by the government. The problems in Atlantic City are going to be solved in the home. When a a 30-year-old man thinks it's okay to sit around on a beach chair, drink beer, smoke pot, talk on his cell phone all day, instead of getting off his rear end and getting a job, then we have a problem. The government can't fix that. Yeah, that's true. So the, the problems in Atlantic City are in the home and until such time as things change in the homes atlantic city is never going to change that's i mean that's true. this place i i bring people in from all over the world into atlantic city and i tell them when you walk out of the ocean casino onto the boardwalk do not go left yeah uh don't i wouldn't go there at all at nighttime but, yeah but don't even leave the casino yes, on the that, boardwalk. that's good I advice mean, John, it's it, it, yeah, it, it's so the problems, like I said, the government can't fix them. And when you have a mayor who every interview he begins with, it's a great day in Atlantic City, a mayor who sounds like he hasn't spent a single day in a classroom in his life, one of the most inarticulate people I've ever seen. I mean, it, it, it's never going to change. The, 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 the government in Atlantic City is representative of the people who are electing them. So, (laughs) 
you know, you want to blame the government, but look who's living in Atlantic City, who is electing these people. Yeah. This is the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for the call, Andy. Uh, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. It's, it, it's a problem. But I think a lot of the problem is that perception becomes reality. Now, yes, there is crime. Yes, there is uh, street walkers. Yes, there is panhandlers. But sometimes it gets exaggerated. So we have to think that way, too. But nevertheless, I got to believe they're trying to solve the problem. Uh, But... It's just it's it's just a frustrating, frustrating problem. John is in Ocean City. John, good morning. You're on Talk with a Purpose. Yes. Yes, of course it's a good day for the politicians. Their wallets are fat and their bank accounts are very healthy. Yeah. So, yeah, of yeah. course. Uh, it's, a, it's a shame because um, what's going on in America, the Marxists say, yeah, you need to have the shackles of Marxism around your ankles because... You're not able. You're not. You're not able to live free in a free society in a constitutional republic. That's that's a lie too. It's a shame. But uh, I was uh, riding the bicycle path in my power wheelchair up to the Acme, and it's a. It's not cold. It's nice out, man. But this kid's riding his bike in the opposite direction. He had his hoodie tied up around his face, where only his eyes and nose were popping out. And I was in the shop right uh, the other day, Thursday. It was a hot day. It was nice, but it was hot. And the fellow had his windows up and he had his face mask on. I tell you, people are so paranoid about the COVID that I, I, I'm not going to get the magic potion, Puck. I ain't yeah. going to do it. You know, yeah. there's, gra- there's graphene, there's graphene oxide in the vaccine that speeds the vaccine throughout your body. Graphene oxide is uh, from the material that we make pens and pen- no, pencils with there. Yeah. There about and uh, uh, yeah, it's not healthy for your body. It can cause congestive heart failure. It can cause renal failure. Also. Uh, in India, you can't eat the cow, but you can eat the water buffalo. So they fed water buffalo GMO-grown grass, and they were found dead with grass, undigested grass in their bellies. The GMO, GMO technology is not good. Uh, these vaccines have have unhealthy things in them that are not good for you, whether people want to hear it or not. And they have said it's a, it's a theory that we're being replaced, replacement replacement uh, theory, they say. No, it's actually it's a reality. Now, we might have theories about how it's going, why it's going on and how it's going on, but we see how it's going on. We have millions of people coming over our southern border. Our kids have low testosterone in their in their bodies, so they're not able to uh, reproduce like normal people. Our population is dwindling, so and abortions are out of hand. I mean, yeah, we we take a stand against abortions because we know it's evil. That's why, it, it, you know, uh, you're, you're 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 the woman's pregnant upon conception. That's what happens when a man and woman get together and have sex. That's when the, that's when life starts. Uh, every, everybody with common sense knows that. Now, now the uh, Democrats are always the left are always saying, "Well, he, he, you know, we'll never go beyond the first trimester." Now a baby's about to be born. They'll murder the baby. So that's what you're doing. You're committing murder. You're not you're not killing a a bag of pus and blood and bones and sinew. You're, you're actually destroying a human a human soul. But yeah, we're in a moral dilemma here. It's a shame too because uh, we have a beautiful constitution, man. Yes, God blesses us. Blesses us through that constitution. And yeah, we should learn that. We should learn that the, 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 what was ratified in 1788 were the Ten Amendments. That's the Bill of Rights, and then now we have 33 of them. But we should learn our Bill of Rights, man, because that gives us protection against this stinking government of ours. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for the call, John. John is always informed. I mean, talks about vaccines and what's in them. I tell you, he must read a lot and prepare for these calls during the week. <laughs> oh, it's it's informative. Bob is in Cape May. Bob, good morning. Welcome to the show. 
Hey, good morning, John. Look, you know, what's happened to Atlantic City over the last 40 or so years since since we've had casino gambling? Yeah. Okay, this should be a, this should be a case study, you know, for the kids at LaSalle College. Okay, like we had case studies when we, we went to LaSalle, okay, in business law and in the business school you, where you take real-life happenings in, in recent history and apply them to, you know, to, to gain knowledge in yes. terms of your, your yes. business acumen. Yeah. And Atlantic City is an absolute, the absolute failure that has taken place there. Where could you have a 25-year monopoly on a business enterprise east of the Mississippi? 25-year monopoly. Yeah. And, and, and Atlantic City, the municipality, is totally bankrupt with, 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 you know, without... The, the state assistance and outside agencies assisting Atlantic City's totally bankrupt. And again, it, it's it's part of the the corruption that we have in the state of New Jersey, decades long, where Atlantic City the revenues were just milked for pet pet projects throughout the state. Instead of making Atlantic City like Las Vegas, you know, Steve Wynn saw this in the early 90s. That's why he got out That's a right. few years later. That's right. He said, he, right, right. He said, you can have a slot machine and a craps table anywhere in the country. What you need to do in Atlantic City, and he gave a warning about this, what you need, you need to make Atlantic City the infrastructure so special that it becomes a destination resort. That's right, and, and like Las Vegas, yes. and that happened in Las in Las Vegas, correct? Las Vegas now has more non gaming revenue yes. than gaming revenue. Yes, they do, and that was the big failure. You know, Atlantic City could have been such a spectacular, world class resort that these other casinos that they were building in Pennsylvania and Connecticut, who cares? Yeah, they wouldn't have been relevant. And they don't have a beach. But, that, that's that's another thing. They don't have a beach. Exactly. They don't have a boardwalk. Don't, exactly. You know, this it, it it was such such a missed opportunity. But of course, that's what you have in in the, in the horrible state of New Jersey. You know, it's unfortunate. Well, it's so unfortunate. I think there's a few things happening in Atlantic City. Uh, the water park comes to mind. Uh, a few other things, uh, but still, it's like. They, they they don't get it. I, they don't get it at all. And I agree you know, with John, you. John, I, I, I was at resorts last night for for Harry's dinner. It was a great great event. And and I've got to give the management at resorts incredible credit. You know, the, it, it was the original casino, and they're still doing really well there. You know, because of the great management, despite the headwinds from the city of Atlantic City and the state of New Jersey. And I've got to give them all the credit in the world. You know, it's, it's in, a, in a tough environment. They really, you know, they've done a great job. So, yeah. Okay, Bob. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Dan is in Linwood. Dan, good morning. Welcome to Talk hey. with a Purpose. John, I don't know if you watched uh, President Biden do his uh, run away from the press and he uh, ran towards the helicopter. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, he was about maybe uh, 100 yards from the helicopter, and they asked him a question about the nuclear uh, issue. So he smiled, took three steps back, turned to his left, and ran <laughs> physically. I mean, ran towards the helicopter, wow. waddling, of course. Yeah. And uh, 
he wasn't going to a meeting about oil or nuclear or uh, the border. He was going, guess where? Where? Rehoboth. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's his favorite spot. So he felt the need to blow off the press with a, the question of the day, which was the nuclear thing. Yeah. And he's ended up, the big rush was to Rehoboth. Now they're finding out in Rehoboth, they have no records of people coming there. And they're worried about Trump with documents. I tell you what, National Archives needs to know every person that ever comes to the White House. Yeah. Down yeah. to the minute. Yeah. They sure do. But, of course. And if no. he's using Rehoboth as a, uh, a White House uh, East, uh, he's, got, he's, got to, he's got to maintain logs. And those yeah. logs have to be presented to the American people. Well, it's Biden. So he's, he's accepted. For, he, he gets an exception. <laughs> well, the, 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 the rules are for every president. Oh, I know. Everybody I, who visits, I know that. It's a president. Because if something happens to the president, you need to know who was in touch with him. Yeah. Well, I was being facetious, of course. But the point I is. You were. Yeah. The, the, the point is that, you know, there's, there's rules for everybody and there's rules for Biden. I mean, he gets away with everything, doesn't he? I, I mean, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> Bob Alinsky laid it out the other day. Yeah. Bob Alinsky was the guy. He was the CEO of the company and they basically changed the document. Of course, in Biden's uh, classic way, he's a plagiarist. So yeah. they left the document with all the typos and all the all the identifying markers and just changed the heading. Yeah. And they changed the ownership from 20 percent to 100 percent to uh, Biden's group. And yeah. uh, and Bob Alinsky's group was out. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you, this guy is a first-class crook. That's that's all I can say. He is a first-class crook. And my cousin, who uh, used to live with me, used to say, he is an honest and decent man. Oh, yeah, right. And I'm the tooth fairy. <laughs> Believe me. You remember when he was, he was trying to get the Saudis to, uh, the Saudis to make a... Uh a concession and uh, produce more oil, and it went. It went just the opposite. Yeah. He needs five hundred thousand more barrels, yeah. and they cut two million. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks for the call, Dan. <sighs> we could talk forever about Biden and how he's ruined this country, but uh, we'll we'll con- we'll continue to talk. Talk with the purpose is the show. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5, 609-407-1450. couple of open lines. You want to jump in here? Um, we're going to talk about uh, another survey that uh, has been taken. And then uh, if we have time, we'll talk about Herschel Walker. Yeah, <laughs> he's in trouble, sadly. But that's uh, it's what, it, what it is. Talk with the Purpose continues after these words. If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check Check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. 
Or if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. And you can listen to Joe Yakovich Saturdays here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. And we are back here on Talk With a Purpose. If you want to email me during the week, jdadv one at comcast.net jdadv1 at comcast.net and you can also like us on facebook at talk with a purpose at talk with a purpose is the facebook address and it is talk with a purpose every saturday nine till noon wpg talk radio 95.5 you know that we love surveys here on the show another survey and i i find this one kind of disturbing more than half of Americans believe that it's unlikely younger people today will have better lives than their parents. This is according to a new poll from the University of Chicago Harris School of Public Policy and the Associated Press NORC Center for Public Affairs Research. Most of those polled said that raising a family and owning a home are important. But more than half said these goals are harder to achieve compared with their parents' generation. Things have doubled and tripled in price, according to one person polled. Another person cited student debt as an obstacle. Now listen to this. Of those under 30 who have a bachelor's degree or higher, 49% have student loan debt. Those aged 35 to 49 have an average federal debt of, you ready? $43,208. The good news is <laughs> those aged 60 and over are more likely to believe it's easier for them to achieve a good standard of living. That's because they probably are past the time of student debt. 
You have to live that long in order to achieve that. Boy, that is disturbing. This student loan thing, you know, Biden gave the forgiveness for for those of 10,000. But according to this, if the average student loan debt is 43,000, so okay, so you pay 33,000 or whatever it is. But those aged 35 to 49, an average federal debt of $43,208. Now, my niece is one of those. She's in her 40s, and she has still student loan debt of $30,000. So how are you going to, by the way, she's living with her in-laws. So how are you going to raise a family Buy a home, have a car, have two cars. Uh, this, this, this is ridiculous. So it's not just about forgiving student debt. See, my whole objection to the student loan forgiveness was it didn't deal with the problem of the high cost of college education. I mean, they raise the college tuition every year. It, it outpaces inflation by a large margin. So the problem is that they're not addressing the high cost of college. Why does college have to cost fifty and sixty thousand dollars? Tell me why. I mean, even a cheap college, uh, twenty thousand, thirty thousand, makes me feel like I'm old. <laughs> when I went to school, it was five hundred a year. Jeez, can you imagine that today? Five hundred a year. Tom is in Pleasantville. Tom, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Good morning, John. Um, earlier uh, in your your broadcast here, you you mentioned how Palestino and Small were were good men. They both were good men. I just wanted to know what your definition definition of a good man is, especially in a political position. Well, I think they both have their best interests at heart as far as Atlantic City is concerned. That's all. I, I only meant that. Well, I, I, okay. Let me let me just take that further. Yeah. You you really think Marty has the best interest of Atlantic City as a whole uh, as his number one priority? I think so. Okay. I John, I I honestly trust your judgment. You know, if 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 you truly believe that, you've probably been in this in this area longer than I have. You know, there are probably some of your listeners on there that would that would say, you know, how you how can you, you know, stand by that? But but what 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 opinion on this? Why don't you tell me what what's your what's your opinion? My opinion is it sounds it it it. it he doesn't. My feeling is he he he's a thug. He he has his own interest at heart. He runs with a particular group of people. He is not open necessarily to. He gets very. I, I notice he gets very defensive. Yeah, that that's true. Very de- that's true. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And it 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 doesn't it doesn't represent the city well. Um, and I. I he doesn't have enough accountability to say, I have up. okay, I'm going to clean this up, because I talked to him sometime during the week about these lights that are out 
uh, in front of the Atlantic Club on the boardwalk. They've been out for months. And I'm surprised Stockton hasn't complained because students come up and down, go visit in the little bars and whatnot, and got to walk down that dark, darkened alley in front of a, a casino that shuttered, you know, closed down. And, you know, I, I asked him, very defensive, putting it on somebody else. Yeah. I, I, I don't like how he goes about his stuff, but... If you still think at his heart, in his soul... Yeah, I do. I do. I really do. I I, I, I agree with you that he should temper that a bit and not... In other words, he attacked Palestina in a situation where it was a, a forum on Atlantic City and they were introducing these new programs. Okay, whatever you think of the new programs, but... It was the wrong place and the wrong time to do that. And, and I think that's what started this feud. And now Palestina gets back and said, writes him a letter. And it, it just escalates into this nonsense. And, 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 and that's, I really think that's what it is, nonsense. So instead of let's figure out how we're going to do this. So that's why I say that they're both good men and, and they've both been on this show and they both will come on any time. So I, I, I don't think and that's a good thing. Yes, they're not. They're they're not afraid of, they're, of they're getting not. out no. in the public spotlight. No. Neither no. of them are. No, no, they're not. And uh, Marty will come on this show anytime. So I, I, I just wish that they would come to their senses. And and I mean, they got big problems in Atlantic City now. This thing with the the Comstat and the Citystat thing about the lights and they've been talking about these lights for years and people have called and said oh that street light is out that street light now this new program is all of a sudden going to fix the street lights i i see i i don't I don't buy that well, completely. You know, evidently the state isn't necessarily running the city properly we 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 are we are left to to, to just deal with it i mean the, the state's failing us yeah city yeah they structures, are the infrastructure i mean we like you said earlier we really have a uh, like steve Wynn. yeah a whole conversation yeah. you had about what atlantic yeah. city could have been yeah that's right I, I i don't think anybody that we're getting in our uh, uh government here is interested the crda i don't know the powers that be uh, the people at trenton I, I, it's it's a shame. Yeah, it's it, a shame. It, it really is. Tom, appreciate uh, the call. Uh, go, go Phillies and go Eagles. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> How about that win yesterday for the Phillies? Boy, oh boy. Go Phillies, go Eagles. Thanks a lot for the call, Tom. Um, I, I don't know. Atlantic City, I guess it will always be in the forefront of our discussions here as far as Atlantic County is concerned, as far as casinos are concerned. But, I mean, geez, stop with the feuding, you know? I mean, that's that's all I can say. Uh, I want to talk just briefly. Uh, abortion is front and center again. Uh, Herschel Walker is the Republican nominee for Senate in Georgia, and he's an anti-abortionist. He's the Republican nominee <laughs> oh boy, Herschel, uh, he's an, a former NFL star and he played for the Eagles. So I, I, I'm familiar with his career. The Daily Beast has reported 
that the former University of Georgia and NFL football star paid for a girlfriend's abortion in 2009. Now, of course, Walker calls the report a flat-out lie. Now, the candidates will be debating October 14th. His opponent is Senator Raphael Warnock. The Daily Beast interviewed a woman who identified herself as a former girlfriend of Walker's, and she provided a receipt for $575. Now, Walker's opponent is a pastor. He could support abortion rights, which Walker has questioned. He has said that Warnock said, God told me thou shalt not kill. Go, go figure. So now this guy's a pastor, and he's saying, <laughs> can't make this stuff up. He has said that God told me thou shalt not kill. Last month, Walker endorsed a proposal from Senator Lindsey Graham to ban abortions nationwide at 15 weeks. Herschel Walker uh, has got some explaining to do, <laughs> it appears. So we'll see where this goes. But uh, Denny uh, Levinson was on earlier, and he said what I've said. This abortion issue has muddied the waters for Republicans because instead of focusing on the issues at hand, which is the economy, uh, the immigration, and other things, then this thing has become front and center, which may make some people vote against Republicans. So I, I, I'm concerned about this, and... and They had to bring this up before the election. We'll see. We're going to talk to Craig in Northfield, and maybe we'll talk to you after the break. 609-407-1450. Talk with a purpose. Saturdays 9 till noon. WPG. Talk Radio 95.5. More Talk with a Purpose after these words. In these unusual economic times, do you wonder what to do with your money? If you have questions about retirement planning, IRAs, 401ks, tax planning, or any other type question, then listen to The Heart of Your Money. Heard every Saturday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM. Featuring noted author and financial expert Joe Yakovich. The Heart of Your Money will focus on you, your family, and the best ways for you to navigate your financial portfolio. That's every Saturday, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., The Heart of Your Money with Joe Yakovich here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM, South Jersey's talk station. We are in a mental health crisis. Drug overdoses, suicides, and alcohol-related deaths are skyrocketing. If you're struggling with alcohol or drugs, call Recovery Centers of America right now at 1-888-RECOVERY and our team will answer immediately. Talk to you about your struggles and figure out the best course of treatment to get you better because we want you in recovery for life while in treatment at one of our outstanding facilities located near you you will benefit from specialized programs 24-hour medical care master's level clinicians and experienced supportive staff if outpatient treatment is right for you our full spectrum of care is available either in person or virtually and because we know that addiction impacts families as well we offer support groups family therapy and webinars every day thousands of patients get treated at recovery centers of america and go on to live happy and meaningful lives don't wait we answer the phone and admit patients 24 7 including on weekends and holidays so call 1-888-RECOVERY today that's 1-888-RECOVERY 
Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. For the rest of the afternoon, going to be partly sunny, breezy, cooler. A brisk start to the weekend for sure. High 62. Grab a jacket if you want to stroll under the moonlit sky tonight. It's going to be colder with a low drop into 38. Plenty of sun tomorrow, though. A nice end to the weekend with a high 64. I'm AccuWeather's Ruth O'Brien on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Back here on Talk With a Purpose next week. Guess what? We have a special guest. Congressman Jeff Van Drew is on our show next week. We look forward to that. So make sure you're listening next week. Jeff Van Drew on Talk With a Purpose right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And speaking of Jeff Van Drew, he had his picture with Harry and Jeff. Well, you're hobnobbing with the stars. Craig and Northfield, you're on Talk With a Purpose. Hi, how are you? Good. You know what? I got a picture with Jeff uh, last night, actually. I saw and, that. I saw that uh, on Facebook. Yeah, you know what? It was a great night at resorts with uh, Harry Hurley's foundation there. It was uh, wonderful. And I did get to speak with the senator. What a great guy. Our senator, Palestina, he's, he, is, he is, I tell you, he's a go-getter. And I, and I hear you loud and clear, okay? But I'm just going to ask you this, John. You talked about the streetlights there in Atlantic City. I'm going to talk quick because i got three things I want to discuss. Okay. Uh, you know, Atlantic Electric's fixing those. And, and you know, guess what? We're, the, the money from Atlantic Electric that they're spending there, they should be spending on our infrastructure. So, you know, guess what? Atlantic City's got to, you know, stay within their budget. And I did hear you with Denny, and I get all that. And, you know, you and I had our disagreement with that. Yeah. And I'm not disagreeing with Denny. My point to you was that, listen, Atlantic City has to stand on its own feet. Stop subsidizing them all the time. Creed, now we're doing this. I mean, when does it end? Yeah, they that's true. Start that's put- true. John. John, you know that the whole purpose was to rebuild Atlantic City. Yes. Okay, for gaming. It wasn't to run their day-to-day operations. Am I wrong? No, you're right. You're right. Okay. Okay. So let's stick to the philosophy so we can get where we need to go. Okay? We have great companies now investing a lot of money. I want to talk just a couple seconds about what you talked about, Hunter Biden, real quick. Yeah. Okay, they may subpoena him and maybe the grand jury may indict him. The reason for that is so they can say, see, we're indicting uh, Hunter and now we're going to indict, you know, Donald J. Trump. Yeah. But but if they're indicting Donald J. Trump, they should be indicting the president. Yes. Because, okay, they're both running. Yes. So if if, if Trump is running and, and Biden's running, they both should get indicted. And we know that. How about those guys from the border that came illegally and they're down there in Florida robbing the houses? Thugs. Yeah, well, that's Is what that you right? get. That's what you get when when you just lend anybody in. You know, I mean, John, it, that's that's just horrible. It, it, it I mean, is. these people are suffering. And then, so I was on Harry's show, and we were talking about this great Green New Deal. And we were talking about all these electric cars that everybody's going to get. And I said to Harry, I said, Harry, if they had to come from the bottom of the peninsula of Florida, I said, those cars go 300 miles. I said, they wouldn't have been out of Florida. That's right. That's right. So 
So what do you do? Stop for two hours and charge while the the tornado's circling? Jeez. You? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, you that's, that's yeah. I have to give you a visual here, John, for how stupid all this is. Yes. Now we did talk. We did talk about before about Ukraine, Russia, and and you remember I told you stop people. Joe Biden people just bought iodine pills, I think $480 million for the people in the United States. That's so if we get hit by a nuclear bomb. And those people that don't know, FEMA has hundreds of thousands of plastic coffins for us. Because if we get nuclearized... The, our seepage won't go into the ground of the nuclear radiation in our yeah, bodies. Yeah. People think about that. John, you had a great show today. I want yeah, to say thank that you. To thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Very strong. Yeah. I got to have a, I got to have a little beverage with Bob from down at Cape May. And we agreed the next time that you go off, maybe you can give Bob and I an hour, <laughs> and, you know, to run your show. <laughs> And we'll have a little debate. Okay. Well, next time okay. I next time I plan a stroke, hopefully never. Uh, Don't you dare plan. No, I won't. no, I won't. Believe me. Believe me. All right. Hey, you have a great weekend. You too. Thank you, you too. so much for taking my call. Okay. Thanks a lot, Greg. Uh, so, what about this Herschel Walker? It's just why this whole abortion thing came into play before the election. I think it's going to hurt the Republicans. And we'll ask Jeff Van Drew that uh, when he comes on next week. Uh, guess who, who is thinking about, thinking about running for president? No, not Donald Trump. We know that he's going to run, probably. Gavin Newsom. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's people that like him. They're dopes, but I mean, they like them. Uh, it appears that Newsom is starting to get national attention over this immigration and the abortion issue uh, because, you know, he's criticized DeSantis and so on and so forth. So the, the Democrats, the left, they love him because he criticizes DeSantis. He says his chances of running are at sub-zero. But... His actions speak louder than words. The California governor's moves, which include now he's got billboards and TV ads blasting Republicans. DeSantis is one of them. And it's fueling speculation that all of this is a prelude to a future presidential bid. And I say, yes. Could you see that? Because, first of all, as much as Biden says he's running again, he's, they're never going to let him run. I, I'm sorry. They're, they're just not going to let him run. He's going to be 80. What is he going to be? 82? 82 and running for president? Are you kidding me? And then he would be 86 if he gets elected. So, I mean, have we ever had a... No, we've never had an 86-year-old president. So... If Gavin Newsom runs against Donald Trump, (laughs) Trump will clean his clock. Trust me, because Gavin Newsom, now he's a shoe in 
for getting reelected in California. But wasn't he recalled earlier? I mean, so what does that tell you? This guy, oh, yeah, he's he's good looking. So he'll get the female vote, some of them. But as as far as uh, conservatives are concerned, no way. So, yeah, he'll win California and he'll win some of the, the blue states. But I don't see Gavin Newsom running at all in 2024. I mean, if he runs, he doesn't get elected. That's for sure. And as I said, Trump would – Trump would – I just – oh, my God. He would just be – I mean, he would, his attacks would be relentless on a guy like that. California. <laughs> oh, well. Talk for the purposes of the show, and uh, we still have time here on the show. We got some open lines, so we can take a couple of calls here before the end of the show. 609-407-1450 is the number. 609-407-1450. We're going to break early here, and then uh, we'll have a, a few minutes at the end of the show to uh, discuss whatever we discuss. Talk with the purposes of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We'll come back with more after these words. It's a fall festival at BF Mazio. All kinds of goodies, including delicious and fresh Macintosh apples, apple cider bread, pumpkin bread, and of course, all sizes of pumpkins. BF Mazio, where there's always something special. Don't forget the finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere. And of course, a complete selection of prepared foods and baked goods second to none. BF Mazio, 601 New Road in Northfield. Online at bfmazio.com. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. And you can listen to Joe Yakovich on Saturdays here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. 
The Bernie Friedenberg World War II Memorial will be unveiled in Atlantic City sometime in the near future. The memorial will be located in O'Donnell Park in Atlantic City, in close proximity to both the World War I Memorial and Stockton University. Bernie Friedenberg, a Silver Star recipient for his heroism on Omaha Beach on D-Day, will be honored with this memorial. In fact, the memorial will be unveiled on D-Day, June 6, 2023. Donations for this worthwhile cause are now being accepted. For more information or to donate, contact Bernie Friedenberg World War II Memorial, P.O. Box 652, Brigantine, New Jersey, 08203. Or you can donate online at Bernie Friedenberg World War II Memorial.com. We are in a mental health crisis. Drug overdoses, suicides, and alcohol-related deaths are skyrocketing. If you're struggling with alcohol or drugs, call Recovery Centers of America right now at 1-888-RECOVERY, and our team will answer immediately, talk to you about your struggles, and figure out the best course of treatment to get you better. Because we want you in recovery for life. While in treatment at one of our outstanding facilities located near you, you will benefit from specialized programs, 24-hour medical care, master's-level clinicians, and experienced, supportive staff. If outpatient treatment is right for you, our full spectrum of care is available either in person or virtually. And because we know that addiction impacts families as well, we offer support groups, family therapy, and webinars. Every day, thousands of patients get treated at Recovery Centers of America and go on to live happy and meaningful lives. Don't wait. We answer the phone and admit patients 24-7, including on weekends and holidays. So call 1-888-RECOVERY today. That's 1-888-RECOVERY. If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or, if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, 609-407-1450. Got a couple of minutes left of the show. We can take one or two more calls, if you like. 609-407-1450. I mentioned this earlier, and it goes to show the ridiculousness of towns across the country. Because if you shoot a black man, okay, it's a tragedy. We get that. But if you shoot a black man, you better pay him a lot of money if he dies or pay a lot of money to this family. A couple of years ago, a black man came after police with a knife. They told him, drop the knife. They told him several times, drop the knife. He kept coming. He kept coming. He kept coming. And finally, they shot him. They shot him dead. And you know what the city did? The city settled with his family for $3 million. <laughs> now, the guy had seven kids. <laughs> Go figure. He was 20-some years old. He had seven kids. He was mentally disturbed. 
<laughs> Ridiculous, right? Now, I, I mentioned this earlier. In Rochester, New York, city officials there have agreed to pay $12 million to the children of Daniel Prude. Now, he was a black man who died after the police held him down. They were wrong until he stopped breathing on a snowy street. The agreement is the latest in a number of settlements involving police killings of black people. So $12 million, $3 million, um, you know, the, the, the settlements have all over the country. This is what happens. So I don't know what to tell you, but it, it's just another thing that we live with in this country. What can I tell you? Is it right? I don't know. Is it wrong? Well, I don't know. But it happens. I guess we should stop killing black people. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> or maybe black people should stop committing crimes. I, what, what can I tell you? But this thing with, um, with Herschel Walker and the abortion issue, uh, it, it, it just... It disturbs me because this is becoming an issue in this campaign and it's muddying the waters of the the real issues. And the real issues are that the Republicans have really got to take the House and the Senate in this election because the, do, we want, do we want another couple of years of Democratic control? Do we? Do we want more inflation? Do we want more of immigration? Do we want more uh, uh, dependent on foreign oil? I mean, these are the things that I look at, and I'm sure you look at, and we we just we can't have this. And Herschel Walker getting this thing with the abortion issue. When when he's I, I think he's leading in the polls. And by the way, the other night, Hannity had all the Republican candidates for Senate on his show. And some of them are leading. Some of them are not leading, but they're, they're close. So I'm thinking Hannity's helping them. But the abortion issue might sway some independents from voting for Republicans. And that disturbs me because. Abortion is not the only issue. And in fact, when they tell you that it is, it, it really isn't. I mean, when you look at the, the ranking of, of the, the economy is number one, uh, number two is jobs, uh, uh, number three is inflation, those things. Abortion is way, way down the line. So that goes to show that Maybe it isn't an issue, but I hope it's not going to be an issue. That's that's all I'm saying. So uh, Herschel Walker, uh, he's got a debate coming up October the 14th. And the interesting thing is his opponent is a reverend. <laughs> so the reverend is going to call for abortion. Uh, so I, I, don't, I don't know what to say, uh, except Herschel Walker better better tell it like it is 
and that his opponent is is for abortion, plain and simple. <sighs> you can't make this stuff up. You can't. Well, it looks like uh, we're out of time. Talk with the purpose of the show, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. And next week, well, we know you're going to be listening because Jeff Andrew is coming on. So we're going to talk to him about a variety of issues. And, of course, one of them being abortion and the other being inflation and the other being the Biden plan and, and so on and so forth. So we look forward to that and we look forward to you joining us. Talk with the purpose is the show. And we thank Chris Coleman for for his usual fine job of producing and being the program director of WPG. And we thank Denny Levinson for coming on and taking his valuable time to uh, talk to us here on the show. And most importantly, as we always say, we thank you, the listeners, because without you, we don't have a show. That's plain and simple. We don't have a show. Talk with the purpose. Nine till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. Again, I'm John DeMassey. Thank you for listening. Take care of yourself. And we will uh, talk to you next week right here on Talk With a Purpose.